the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Excuse me. Good afternoon. Welcome to this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm Bill Bunkley, and we are following a lot of issues today, but we are absolutely always delighted that you are here with us. And um, as always, we are your watchman on the wall. And not only are we keeping an eye on some important issues that we'll be talking about during this radio broadcast for the next three hours, also watching very closely right now as the watchman on the wall for the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission, we are watching, uh, monitoring the full session of the House of Representatives at the state capitol in Tallahassee. And that's because there are several bills that we are monitoring today. And uh, a bill that is of great interest to us today is the bill dealing with the protection of female athletes uh, in the area of uh, female athletes uh, competing against, uh, I would say, uh, biological female athletes uh, competing against other biological female um, athletes and and protecting uh, those uh, particular uh, competitions. So uh, we'll talk about that maybe a little bit more as we get into the program today. But uh, first, there is such an attack on America. And I, I just got to share with you, I cannot imagine facing the future of what's happening in America without having Jesus Christ in my life having Jesus Christ as the Lord of my life, and Jesus Christ is just leading out before me. Nothing I can encourage you more today about all the issues of the day is to know that Jesus Christ is in firm control. And we know because he's given us a glimpse of the future, we know there's going to be a period of time that's going to be at least initially distressing, 
And when I talk about being distressing, what I mean is is that there are things that uh, are, are concerning of us. That's for sure. But remember this. God is on the throne. He knows exactly what he's up to. And uh, we are going to be just absolutely fine, absolutely absent with the body, present with the Lord when we go to heaven. And so as we look at history is unfolding in front of us, just like the men and women who lived during the time of the Russian czar prior to 1916-1917, and then to see the overthrow of the czar, and then for Karl Marx to arrive on the scene and to put together his Marxist theory, which is class warfare, and then to live through that, and then to live further on through the time of Joseph Stalin with all of his absolutely murderous tactics putting into full play the Marxist theory, but it then became communism. And imagine those Germans who were born-again Christians, and especially the small remnant that saw exactly what Hitler was up to. Imagine how they felt during that period of time. Well, we have a front row seat, a front row seat of an attempted takeover of the United States of America. And I want to tell you that the tactics that are being deployed, there is a very good chance that the America that you and I have known, complete with its absolute religious freedom, religious liberty, free will worship, all of that, plus other civil liberties are going to be rolled back. We're going to be living in some very, very challenging times. But, you know, God will use that, and he's already using it, I believe, because as we look further in and understand what is happening in our country, this is when, number one, we personally have to get our act together and ask the Lord to give us some fresh wind, to give us some fresh fire. And the revival that has to happen in America first has to be a revival between you and I and other Individuals who are Christ followers, individually. Then there's going to have to be a revival in our churches. We have to get back to maybe doing the main thing that many of us have no idea or have ever experienced that main thing. And what I'm talking about is Jesus Christ first, Jesus Christ everything, and knowing that it looks like the time is getting shorter and shorter, especially for those of us who believe in a pre-rapture of the church before the beginning of the seven-year tribulation, that means that we have 
if we believe that there's a literal heaven and a literal hell, and if we understand what are the biblical principles to go to heaven and the biblical principles that will be ignored that will have someone go to a literal hell, will we get, will we get busy at living our lives 24-7 for Jesus? Everyone who's around us know that we're a Christian, many of which, we're, many of which will think we're just off our rocker, but we'll have that Christian witness. And that will allow for the Holy, for who the Holy Spirit is there, and people are willing to hear about the gospel. It's those gospel conversations. This is not the time for us to keep the good news to ourselves. Amen? It's a time for us to share it. So I am just excited to be standing on the front lines. I know the truth. There is absolute truth. You know the truth. There is absolute truth. Everybody's truth in their own eyes is absolutely a deceptive lie from the pit of hell from Satan himself. Now, we can have our opinions, but don't let the rewriting of words, which now we have the, the whole idea that we're going to change the word uh, from the White House on what infrastructure defines. You see the... The left will stop at nothing to rename, to be, there are no limits to the deceptions that are now be being perpetrated upon the American public. But we know what the truth is, so I guarantee you that we're going to stand for the truthful American values. I pledge to you that I will be forever faithful to our Judeo-Christian principles of the United States of America. They are worth defending. They're worth fighting for. They're worth standing in the gap for. In the areas that we need to be very vigilant, and I say this just about every day, is uh, our faith, our freedom, and that includes our religious freedom. I'm talking about our families, to raise our families, in Christ, our children, with the, with the wisdom and admonition of the Lord, and uh, for a free enterprise. So if you want to be part of our program today, 877-943-9673. You can also uh, call in to the Bill Bunkley Show. Excuse me, you can call into the Bill Bunkley Show at 877-943-9673. You can text me today with your thoughts or opinion at 813-444-6264. That's 813-444-6264. You can also email us at afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. That's afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. And uh, very much uh, want you to uh, be plugged in with our program today. So let me share a couple of highlights of what we're going to be talking about today with a couple special guests Coming up at the bottom of this hour for an encore appearance on the Bill Bunkley Show, Dr. Christian Widener. He has written the book, The Temple Revealed. We're talking about the Temple Mound in um, Jerusalem, Israel. And uh, he's written a very fascinating book. We had a great discussion uh, when he was on previously. We're going to be talking about more. The mysteries around the temple are many indeed. 
The, the revelations about the temple are many indeed. And remember that we are looking at the revelation that the temple, which was destroyed not once but twice, that the temple will indeed be rebuilt on the temple mound. The controversial temple mounds, the absolute battle between the Palestinians and the Israelis, the Arabs and the Jews uh, about building that temple. But someone's going to come along that's going to be able to bring peace and the temple will be rebuilt. Why do I know that? Because the Bible tells us that. So many fascinating topics. We'll hit some of those coming up at 3.30. Then at 4.30... We're going to have uh, Matt Sharp with Alliance Defending Freedom, ADF, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the, the bullying tactics to our state of Florida, courtesy of the NCAA. If you haven't heard, uh, Florida is moving toward defending biological high schoolers and biological college women who are active in athletic sports. Uh, Florida is moving forward to protect their competition uh, and to uh, ensure that they are going to be competing against uh, biological women uh, in those competitions. Well, we've gotten a threat in Florida. And that that threat is, if you do that, NCAA says we're going to pull all championships out of the state of Florida. Here we go. Here we go. Just like Atlanta with the Major League Baseball pulling out the All-Star game, this is atrocious, especially when you understand NCAA has a lot to do to clean up their house, especially let's just talk about the latest rendition of the, of the men's basketball championship on the NCAA and the women's basketball championship on the NCAA. You talk about things that weren't even – close to being equal among men and women. More of that coming up on the Bill Bunkley Show. That's coming up at 4.30. I'm your watchman on the walls. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Coping 19, brought to you by CDC and the Ad Council. Managing today's uncertainty can be overwhelming. We crave security And it's uncomfortable when we sense a lack of control over our lives. Develop a routine for a more balanced lifestyle with healthy habits and fun. Focus on what you can control, even if it's little things like a before bedtime ritual. Find more self-care and coping tips at coping-19.org. Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Catherine. And we are so excited to be able to continue with our radio show, Vacation Nation Radio, on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Vacation Nation Radio is where we celebrate all the great places that await you on your next getaway. And isn't it about time for another one of those? Don't miss a moment of Vacation Nation Radio. Saturday mornings at 7 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Coast Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. 
South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm. We'll treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 836, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed, and one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. back bill bunkley here with the bill bunkley show want to remind you that we've got a great movie for you to watch at salemnow.com it's called church people and it was nine years in the making and i had a chance to preview that movie this weekend and i'm going to tell you it is it is a comical look at american christianity I'm talking about uh, a satirical look at pastors, a satirical look at churches, a satirical look at pastors who rise to prominence and end up being on the national speaking scene. And uh, on top of that, we've got a special coming up uh, hopefully on Thursday because our own morning host, Andrew Southwick, was involved with uh, a lot of the the basic music uh, uh, compilation uh, in the early uh, series of uh, actually, which was a a, a pre-film that ended up being redone again. But uh, Andrew knows all of the major players with the the church people. Now, if you want to take a look at the church people, it's a great movie. Go to SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. And um, if you are, uh, you can either put in the promo code Tampa or Sarasota. But Tampa is what you could use right here for our Fate Talk stations. That's going to give you a little bit of a financial discount. But if you're looking for a a great movie to to watch with your family, and I want to tell you something else. If you are a pastor, if you're a youth leader, if you're a deacon in music, whatever it is, this is a this is a very fun look at ourselves in a very well granted these individuals are very extremely extreme but I got to tell you that you kind of watch the movie and you might have one or two people even though it seems absurd what these people are doing because they're church people but you just might think about somebody that you know now you wouldn't never mention this publicly obviously but I think it's a good 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 opportunity to think about how you're doing ministry pastor how you're doing ministry how your church is doing ministry because this is a film that has conflict 
It has a a youth leader who got out on that circuit but realized that what he was doing in the show and the props that were being done on the nationwide tour was not of God. And this is his journey back to authentic Christianity. But the problem is his home church operates at that other level, including the senior pastor on down. So this is a, a comical but also an important look about what are we doing to Christianity? What are we adding in our ministry to Christianity that is not needed and certainly is not biblical? Great movie. Check it out at SalemNow.com, SalemNow.com. Let me give you an update of a situation that we are watching extremely close. And that is the church in Canada, Grace Life Church, who got, the pastor got arrested for holding services, spent 30 days in jail. Uh, The church was, uh, and that was uh, Pastor James Coates, C-O-A-T-E-S. I hope he's on your prayer list. And then the Royal Canadian Mountain Police came in and they put up three different fences. That's right, three fences around the church because of COVID-19 restrictions. People were not able to even go into the church. On Sunday, uh, about three, four, five hundred people showed up to protest what had happened to this, what, what Canada's doing in suppressing of religious liberty. And they tore down part of the fence. Now, they were not members of this church. They were others that came. And that elicited a response that now we've got a couple hundred Royal Canadian Mountain Police taking off their regular jobs to come enforce a barrier around a church. And by the way, that area of Canada and that province or whatnot, I think there's like four or five million people. And I'm not minimizing only 2,000, but they've only had 2,000 total casualties. Very, very minimal. But that will tell you of the collective thinking of those in power in Canada. uh, And it's a very, very heavily uh, socialized state. And again, yet another marker or a warning sign for you and I. So... um, um, What they're doing is the church went underground. also want to report that the pastor has just made a statement, and uh, this comes to us from uh, Dan uh, Andros with CBN News. Um, Apparently, what they've done is is that uh, they went underground, and the pastor just said that they're at an undisclosed location. And what I want to say is they, that's being the health, Uh, Department of uh, the Canadian National Government, along with the Royal Canadian Mountain Police, quote, they can take our facility, but we'll just find another one, quote, unquote. Then a few moments later, two gentlemen who were only identified in the video as Joe and John came forward to leave the congregation in song. One of the men began by saying, did you ever think you'd be part of the underground church? So let me, let me just ask you, here in America, 
here in Florida. By the way, we have a lot, a lot of safeguards at the moment. We've got a Republican governor who gets religious liberty, religious freedom. We got a Speaker of the House and a President of the Florida Senate. They get religious liberty. They also get what's being a conservative versus a moderate or a liberal. So at the moment, we have tremendous leadership in these areas. But before we take a break, I want to ask you a question. Did you ever think that maybe one day, even here, even here in West Central Florida, where you're listening today, that as this socialism move is being put on America, did you ever, ever even entertain the thought that maybe one day you and I might be meeting together somewhere in an undisclosed location in an underground church? Because Satan has so deceived many in this country. Many have just held up their fists to God. Many have told God, you have nothing to do with my life. I will live my life the way I want. And one day we could be part of an underground church. It could happen. But I assure you, I'm going to have joy every day, whether it happens or not. And I'm going to continue to speak about religious freedom and our ability to worship the Lord as we see fit. Coming up in a moment, Dr. Christian Widener will talk more about the temple revealed about the Temple Mound. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, police chief and an officer who killed a black man have both resigned now. Brooklyn Center Mayor Mike Elliott said the white officer involved in the shooting announced today that she would be stepping away from her job, as has the police chief. Kim Potter resigning two days after the death of 20-year-old Dante Wright during a traffic stop. Authorities determined that Potter mistakenly grabbed her gun when she was trying to get her taser at a traffic stop on Sunday during a scuffle. Wright's death has sparked two days of clashes between police and protesters. The casket of slain U.S. Capitol Police Officer William Billy Evans in the Capitol Rotunda today. And giving remarks, President Biden, along with a number of congressional leaders, including House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Evans being hailed as an American hero. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 32 points at this hour. The Nasdaq up 160. This is SRN News. This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information by dialing 800-285-0395. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. 
One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-285-0395. When it comes to hiring an AC, plumbing, or electrical contractor, finding one you can trust has always been a challenge until now. Cornerstone Pros. Commitment to quality surpasses customer standards. You can count on the technicians at Cornerstone Pros to go out of their way to deliver an exceptional experience. That's the cornerstone difference. Call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. This is Carol Platt-Levout for townhall.com. All too often these days, it's easy to despair, to think our side is losing the battle for the future. Well, not so fast. The parents and children of West Virginia have just become the first in the nation to win education savings accounts. Each child in public school can now receive a state-funded scholarship equal to the amount it costs to educate a child in public school. It can be used for tutoring, books, and religious or secular private schooling. What a victory for freedom and opportunity. And there are other signs of hope. Those sick of the radical politicization of schools are fighting back. A national grassroots group called Parents Defending Education allows parents to fill out incident reports about inappropriate classroom activities. The group then files complaints and freedom of information requests to school districts, and they've already received more than 1,000 reports. So never despair. And always remember, the future belongs not to the timid, but to the hopeful and brave. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? Jesus is born in Bethlehem. And then 2,000 years after that, this Jewish carpenter that didn't go more than 30 miles from his home and never wrote a book. And here we are today, and he is a household name. AM 570 and 910. back bill bunkley here with the bill bunkley show telephone lines are open at 877-943-9673 well we have an encore appearance uh, this afternoon and that is if you were with us several weeks ago we had our first conversation with dr christian uh, widener uh his new book the temple revealed the true location of the jewish temple hidden in plain sight had a pretty good conversation about that uh, the last time we were here, reminding you that this is a book I highly recommend, uh, and uh, the foreword in the book is by none other than Josh McDowell. Now, we had a chance to uh, talk about that, and uh, just a reminder to the audience that um, uh, I have been not only to the Temple Mount, but uh, I must say it was maybe three decades ago, didn't give it a whole lot of thought, because... 
Now when I uh, will take a tour to Israel, we'll certainly be right there at the Western Wall. We'll do what's called the Southern Steps. Uh, but at, at this point, we just don't go up on top of the, of the Temple Mount. Now, remember right now, there's a couple of obstacles. And I just want to set this on the table before we get uh, to our discussion with our guest. Right now, there's not one but two mosques on top of the temple. When you see that golden dome in so many of the pictures that are the overlook from the Mount of Olives that, uh, is, that are used in so many uh, publications, movies, etc., that is the Dome of the Rock. That's one of the mosques. And then if you're on the, uh, the Mount of Olives, if you look to the left, you see uh, a darker square boat building. Uh, that is another mosque. That is Alaska Mosque. And uh, uh, the Lord allowed uh, myself, Mrs. Bunkley, to go into both of those. Uh, it's been some years now, so uh, I know very well on uh, the interior of those mosques. Now, you know how much the, uh, the Arabs hate the Jews? The Jews hate the Arabs, and they both claim a very important religious uh, uh, spot on top of the Temple Mount. Uh, let's face it, two temples were destroyed on the Temple Mount, and as much as the hatred is there, we are told that the Temple Mount will be built again. I believe that. Well, my guest today is Dr. Christian Widener, as I said. He's a biblical scholar, researcher, and engineer. Engineering is very important as we talk about the Temple Mound. Uh, he has a passion for the scientific defense of the scriptures, biblical archaeology, and the study of end times prophecy. This profound book is sure to make waves among those who see Israel's return as a nation in 1948 as a prophetic sign that the last days are upon us. He lives in the Black Hills of South Dakota. And it's with his wife and four children. And, uh, Dr. Widener, good to have you on our program today. Thank you so much for having me back on, Bill. It's great to be with you and your listeners. I just wanted to check, uh, have we still got our presidents on Mount Rushmore, or have they been dynamited away? That's close to your territory there. (laughs) Yeah, it is. No, they're still there, fortunately. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, I just want to have a little bit of humor. So let's get into the Temple Mount. Now, we have talked a lot, really, about the, the sort of the, er, the early and middle chapters of your book the last time you were with us, and that was the idea of the location and where, and uh, kind of, you know, shared some notes on that, and I want to refer folks to your book uh, about that question. So I want to pick up a question that I think uh, will be interesting. You know, most people today... If, uh, if you've been one of the folks who've been with me to Israel on one of our other tours or maybe you've been going for years and years and that's been interrupted, but you know that the Temple Mount is an interesting sort of dilemma. We have two mosques, but we are also told that there's going to be a Temple Mound that's going to be built there. And so one of the things that, uh, that you talk about about the relevance of all this is that the rebuilding of the temple, and I'm talking about the third temple, is, quote, a key to achieving lasting peace in Israel. Now, the reason why I put it that way, close quote, is that many people think there's going to be maybe a world war as soon as Israel starts building this temple. Take us back through the evidence that uh, leads you to be confident that uh, when this temple is built, at least for a while, there's going to be a peace in Israel, right? Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. I I think that um, under any circumstance, 
that you're going to do some, you know, productive construction. Anybody's tried to build something. If it's a war zone, there's not going to be a lot of productive building going on. So I think we can just assume that it's going to have to be done under some kind of peace. Um, now, some people think that that peace might be started, you know, begun with a war prior to that. And then, you know, in the following peace that follows it. But um, I, I don't think we have to, you know, condemn it to that necessarily. It's, it is possible that we can um, just usher in an era of peace, and particularly because there isn't the need to take down any of the existing Islamic structures on the, on the site. And so even the current peace moves um, that we see today could make that possible. Um, and so we know there's going to be some kind of peace agreement even um, from Daniel um, in chapter 9. He says he will confirm the covenant uh, with the many for one week, um, referring to, you know, the period of the last seven years. So there's, there's a peace there. Um, but it could also be in a time of peace leading up to that. Um, where we could see a, a rebuilt temple. And since there is an open area now, I think it's more of a question of politics um, and negotiations um, than it is, you know, something that I think formerly people were pretty convinced that you'd have to destroy one of the existing buildings, which would definitely have been a, a case for war. Now, or as folks who may be listening are saying, you know what, I just I can't even see how that happens. I, I was reading a contributor years ago, and I can't remember his name, but the premise was uh, here's what could happen. The, uh, the United Nations at some point could take over the Temple Mount, and the United Nations could declare a mound for all religions of the world. And that not only would it invite the, the, the Jewish temple to be rebuilt, as you know, it's a pretty big platform, uh, certainly not as big as what the temple would be, that uh, it, all other kind of religions could put up, uh, you know, kind of like you had Baal worship and the, the altars that were put up before, that there could be all these altars, and because it's for every religion, that would open the way for Israel or, or at least the Jewish temple to be rebuilt. What's your uh, just uh, immediate reaction to, to, to something like that, to just someone theorizing on how this could come about? Yeah, well, there's, there are some possibilities with that. Um, one, when we read in Revelation um, 11 that talks about go and measure the temple, and it says, but leave out the outer court because it has been given to the Gentiles, um, there's certainly a, a possibility that you're looking at more sort of international control um, and it really refers to any non-Jewish uh, personality. Um, but we also have something very interesting in Isaiah 56, 7 that says, and my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. And, you know, when they're talking today about rebuilding the temple, they're not talking about rebuilding it like in the time of Herod, where anyone who entered the 500-cubit area that at that time surrounded the temple within the Temple Mount, um, if a Gentile went in there, um, that was punishable by death. And so, you know, and that was posted. They, in fact, they even have found the Greek, one of the Greek signs um, from, the, from that time period um, and have, have it in the Israel uh, Museum that people can go and look at and see that, hey, this really was, there was a special place um, and people weren't allowed to go there. But in the future, there's this verse in Isaiah that talks about it being a house of prayer for all nations. And so they're talking about rebuilding a temple that is accessible to everyone. 
And that is, you know, and basing it on Isaiah. So you can see several ways that this might happen in a way, again, that is, is peaceful. Um, it still requires a recognition that Israel has a sovereign right um, to the Temple Mount area, which is certainly um, contested. And, um, you know, we'll have to see when that really comes. But there's part of these peace agreements. I think there's already rumors about people talking about, hey, should we really be uh, opposing um, the Jews to rebuild on the Temple Mount? Fascinating. If you're just joining us, we're talking to uh, Dr. Christian uh, Widener, uh, and he has written a book that uh, we have been we talked about previously. But uh, I'm just so interested in continuing to have the dialogue with Dr. Widener. His book that I recommend you pick up is "The Temple Revealed: The True Location of the Jewish Temple Hidden in Plain Sight." And uh, I don't know what day it is, but uh, you could go back to our archives, the Bill Bunkley Show at letstalkfaith.com, and you could actually listen to our first interview where we really covered that subject very well. Now, your interest in archaeology and engineering, well, I can tell you that I share your interest in archaeology. I'm not necessarily uh, anywhere near proficient on the engineering side. But oftentimes uh, people say that all of this is just hocus pocus. The Jews were never really in power on the real estate that they're claiming in Jerusalem. But uh, it seems like every few days, and there's more and more folks that are putting up uh, the opportunities for more archaeologists to do more digs, it seems like it's every few days that we find something new and it matches what we know that comes out of the Older New Testament. As an engineer, I want you to talk about um, the Solomon Temple, because the idea is, well, the Jews weren't really there. This wasn't really the temple. Could you talk, uh, Dr. Widener, about what we find out about the dimensions of the Jewish temple uh, in the Old Testament, I mean specifics, you know, when, when we're reading and we hear cubits, 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 and we feel like we're cubited to death. Uh, but then what they've done to found the outer walls of the temple there on the mount, can you talk about that? we got about a minute and a half left, and if you're available, I'd love to hold you over for the next segment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so we are given very specific dimensions in the Bible in terms of cubits. There's a little bit of a debate over, you know, how long exactly is a cubit. But we know there were two basic cubits. There was a short cubit and a long cubit. And the long cubit um, was a cubit and a handbreadth, which put it at about 20 inches, 20 and a half inches. Um, and so if you start looking around, um, even a 500 cubit square gives us a, a dimension that we can see, hey, does that fit within the Temple Mount or not? And it actually does. In fact, I have a, a diagram in the book where I show a full 500 cubit square laid out um, around the, the Golden Gate and where the temple was located at the Dome of the Spirits, um, uh, the, really the, the bedrock that was that's covered now by the Dome of the Spirits. And you can see there the whole temple layout does fit. Um, and those are things that we really need to use to help us identify could this have fit in the appropriate location that we're talking about. Um, and so all those little facts of it was this many cubits, it's that many cubits, you can go and check. And even today, if you look at the Golden Gate, for example, it's 250 cubits from the northern boundary. So, All right, let's that, do this. Let, hold know. that thought. Hold that thought. Yep. 
we got about 30 seconds. Uh, the good news is, is uh, Dr. Christian Widener is going to be with us for another segment. But I want to tell you, this stuff fascinates me. We'll pick up where he left off. But his book is The Temple Revealed, The True Location of the Jewish Temple Hidden in Plain Sight. I'm Bill Bunkley with The Bill Bunkley Show. Be right back. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And, and we're, we're the, the owners, owners of South Coast, Coast Tax. Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 8:36, so if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. And one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing, but are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Be encouraged by The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Live your life on purpose. God created you for a purpose. So decide today to start living on purpose. But know this. You can expect challenges along the way. You've got to learn to shake off the dust and go on with God. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and Let's Talk Faith.com. 
Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. All right, let's get right back to it because I want to have as much time as possible in the few minutes we have remaining to visit with uh, our guest, uh, Dr. Christian uh, Widener, author of the the book, The Temple Revealed. Quick programming note, we are monitoring the Florida House of Representatives in Tallahassee. And uh, on the schedule today for the full house is the first consideration of uh, that piece of legislation that – Uh, would ensure that biological females would compete against biological females in high school, uh, in in public school, and collegiate sports. And coming up next hour, you know the NCAA has threatened this state that it would withhold championships if we went in that direction. Well, uh, ADF is going to be with us, Alliance Defending Freedom, and uh, we're going to talk about this latest shakedown And now Florida is in the crosshairs. But I can tell you, uh, this bill is going to go forward. And, you know, I'm just a little bit connected with some of the leadership in Tallahassee. And uh, I think that the NCAA uh, has taken on the wrong state that's going to just absolutely bow down to the bullying pressure of uh, an organization, similar to what happened uh, uh, when Major League Baseball decided they were going to move the All-Star game out to Denver, Colorado, to a state that has uh, a, worst of, a worse voting law than what the new law in, is in Georgia. So we'll have ADF coming up the bottom of the hour. I want to get back to uh, Dr. Widener. Now, quick question. I want to go back to where we know, even though it's above ground, the, the, the eastern gate is below the gate that we see now. But you were commenting on how all the math from the Old Testament matches up, doesn't it? Yes, yeah, it does. And so you use all those little details. Um, there's there's quite a few, you know, things that until you're trying to put a puzzle piece together like that, maybe don't seem all that significant. Um, but when you start really trying to um, backtrack and you know look at the evidence that you have and connect it to the Bible, then then it does it does matter. Now, just we got like five or six minutes left. Very quickly. Now, I want to turn to underneath. Temple Mound. Now, it's very interesting because we know there's a lot of passageways. We also know that the disregard for historical archaeology is evident by the Palestinians because they actually have drilled into the Temple Mound underneath, and they've built an underground mosque. So I guess we should say there's three mosques on the Temple Mound. Then they pulled out all of the the rubble, if you will, to be able to build that. And now we've had for a couple of years Israeli antiquities and folks are working through that rubble, finding all sorts of stuff from the temple. Give us your thoughts in just a few minutes about why is it so intriguing about what's underneath the current surface of the Temple Mount. Yeah, well, 
first, you know, it's a good example of, of God working, you know, together all things for good, um, because they, they really were showing no regard for the archaeology of the site. But what it did is it, it threw out tons of material for people to sort through and to really, you know, see that there is a Jewish connection up there, first of all, and you lose the layers and you lose the, the timelines that you can um, could have built from those excavations to really understand how far down and in what layers to associate, you know, exactly from what era. But they did a lot to, to help prove that this really is the Temple Mount because so little excavation has ever gone on there at all. Um, but as they dig down, they're also digging down into the former history of the Temple Mount. And, you know, from back to the time of Solomon up till the time of Herod and even Hadrian, um, who, are, you know, are the builders? That's one of the things that's made it very difficult for people to sort out um, the archaeology that's up there is, was this something done by, you know, the Muslims, by the Romans, by the Byzantines, by Herod, by Solomon, you know, any of the other previous builders? And so I think there's there's a lot to do. That's actually the subject of my next book is really digging into um, what can we really say that Solomon built um, and it's going through those those factors of especially the southern, the southeast um, portion and southwest portion of the Temple Mount. Mm. Exciting place to be as well. And by the way, when it opens up, if you've never taken a pilgrimage to Israel, you need to. And probably you'll sit on those very southern steps, which was the steps as they came, went through the ceremonial waters for the festivals, and uh, you know all the psalms that say the song of ascent, that's ascending up the Temple Mount, and maybe one day you could be on the same steps that's uh, going to be a topic of uh, the next book by uh, Dr. Christian Widener. Hey, you got to get your copy of the book, The Temple Revealed, the true location of the Jewish temple hidden in plain sight, and uh uh, doctor, if uh, if you're willing, in a few weeks we'll probably have you back because there's so much to explore that is so interesting, and I think it's very compelling, especially those that are listening who are considering whether Jesus is the real deal, uh, whether his daddy, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, is the one true God, and you're sharing in your book fascinates us, especially those who are scientific-minded uh, and, of course, engineering-minded. Thank you so much for sharing, and I'd love to have you back if, uh, if you're free in the future. That'd be awesome. Yes, thank you. All right. God bless you. Have a great, great week, my friend. All right. You All right. All right. Let's pick up the book, The Temple Revealed. It is awesome. Dr. Christian Weider. When we come back, we're going to take you in and out of some bills that are on the floor of the Florida House of Representatives. That's next on the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Twenty twenty one is already off to a disturbing start for conservatives. We've seen Twitter unilaterally shut down President Trump's account. The conservative platform Parlor was booted off the Apple Store by Apple, and Big Tech is muzzling free speech at a speed that nobody could have predicted. Nobody except biologist and evolutionary theorist Brett Weinstein, who appeared in the film No Safe Spaces, to issue this warning about political correctness running amok. YouTube and Google, Facebook and Twitter dictate who 
whose voices can be heard. And if those entities start trying to engineer the conversation to adhere to the rules laid out with these phony Trojan horse terms, disaster will be the result. You and your family need to see No Safe Spaces now before any more of our freedoms are muzzled. Just go to SalemNow.com to get your copy of No Safe Spaces. Download your copy of No Safe Spaces today at SalemNow.com and enter promo code TAMPA. WTBN Pinellas Park, W262CP Bayonet Point. Brought to you by Moss Nissan. Locations in Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and Tampa. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Biden was among those on hand this afternoon to pay tribute to fallen Capitol Police Officer Billy Evans. My prayer for you is that moment of a smile comes before the tear, quicker than longer. Speaking of the family members of the fallen officer who died when he was struck by the car of an assailant who rammed his vehicle into a barricade outside the Capitol building earlier this month. The defense has begun its case at the murder trial of former officer Derek Chauvin after 11 days of testimony and a lot of video depicting George Floyd's final moments. Officer Nicole McKenzie provides medical training to Minneapolis Police Department officers under cross-examination. She was asked by the prosecutor, Matthew Frank, about excited delirium. One of the things that they are told to do is to put the person in the side recovery position, correct? That is correct. And that's to help facilitate breathing. Yes. Because excited delirium, if it exists, uh, could compromise proper breathing. It, absolutely, yes. Chauvin's lawyer had argued that the now-fired white officer did what he was trained to do and that Floyd died because of his illegal drug use. That testimony was courtesy of Court TV. The United States is recommending a pause in the use of the single-dose Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine to investigate reports of some blood clots. Dr. Anthony Fauci says people who received that vaccine several weeks ago may have some questions. What does this mean for me? It really doesn't mean anything. You're okay, because if you look at the frame, the time frame, when this occurs, it's pretty tight from a few days, six to 13 days from the time of the vaccination. A CDC committee is set to meet on Wednesday to discuss the cases. The FDA has launched an investigation into the cause of those blood clots and low platelet counts in some people. This is SRN News. She was 47. What about Janice and the kids? Do they have life insurance? No. Call Select Quote now and get the insurance your family needs at a price you can afford. In minutes, Select Quote found John, 45, in excellent health, a $500,000 policy for only $29 a month. And his wife, Anne, 43, in excellent health, a $500,000 policy for only $21 a month. At Select Quote, we comparison shop some of the most trusted insurance companies in America to find you the best rate in minutes. And it's free. For your free quote, call 1 800 644 1331. That's 1 800 644 1331. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1 800 644 1331. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Pakistan's harsh blasphemy laws have snared two more victims. Here's Michael Harrington with a report. This time it's a pair of Christian nurses arrested and charged with defaming the Koran. They allegedly removed a sticker bearing a verse from the Muslim book from a cupboard at the hospital where they work. 
The two are not up for capital punishment, but could be sentenced to life in prison. Pakistan's blasphemy statutes have been criticized by human rights activists and freedom of religion proponents around the world for decades. Michael Harrington, SRN News. There's a new battle brewing on the pro-life front. It's over chemical abortion. About 40% of all abortions in the U.S. are now done through medication. State lawmakers are beginning to pass measures to restrict that practice. Ohio enacted a ban of its own this year, proposing felony charges for doctors who violate it. The law was set to take effect next week, but a judge has temporarily blocked it in response to a Planned Parenthood lawsuit. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. My doctor told me my cholesterol is borderline, so I took control with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula. Garlic helps maintain healthy cholesterol safely and naturally. It's odor and taste free, and Garlic is a world leader in garlic potency. I'm taking charge of my cholesterol with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. This is our number two, and we are, in fact, delighted that you are with us this afternoon. I'm your watchman on the wall. During this hour, we're going to have a Florida focus. Now, in a moment, uh, we may be going to the floor of the Florida House of Representatives. There are some uh, pieces of legislation. The full House is meeting. Uh, Some of these bills are bills that have come over from the Senate. Some are being taken up in the House. Uh, It's bills on what we call uh, uh, third reading. And so uh, on a special order calendar which is actually like second reading. And so we're going to be having a chance to talk about some of the legislation today. But coming up at the bottom of uh, this hour at 4.30, we're going to be having our friends back with us uh, from Alliance Defending Freedom. Uh, Their senior counsel, Matt Sharp, is going to be with us. And he's going to be focusing on Florida and uh, Florida's threat by the NCAA that issued a statement on transgender policy and championship events. They basically threatened that if we move forward with that bill, they're going to pull that bill. Now, that's, I mean, they're going to penalize us with uh, uh, not letting us have championship games in Florida, similar to the tactic by Major League Baseball in Atlanta with the All-Star game. Hey, just want to give you a little programming reminder. Uh, If you were just with us, you know that uh, we had uh, Dr. Christian Widener with us. Uh, back again, and his book, his latest book is The Temple Revealed, The True Location of the Jewish Temple Hidden in Plain Sight. If you would like to listen to the original broadcast or the first broadcast that we had with uh, Dr. Widener, talked all about exactly where and could the Temple Mound be uh, built again and could it fit, you can go to our February 26th edition of the Bill Bunkley Show 
on uh, at letstalkfaith.com on our archive page. If you go to letstalkfaith.com, hit the archive page, go to the Bill Bunkley Show, go back to February 26th, and you can hear the first installment. And if you missed today's installment, some interesting details uh, uh, about uh, the measurements of the temple. It was talked about in the Old Testament. It matches what's at the Temple Mount. It matches where the Eastern Gate is in terms of the measurements. And then we had sort of a pre-discussion of of what's going on underneath. So uh, anyway, we want to uh, focus on that. Now, the very bill that I'm talking about is House Bill 1475. Let's go to the floor of the House. This is going to be a a, a very, uh, well, high-intensity bill. Uh, by representative uh, who's uh, presenting the bill. Let's go to the floor. Athletic opportunity suffers any direct or indirect harm or faces retaliation in connection with the violation of the act's provisions. That is the bill, Mr. Speaker. Are there questions of the sponsor? Are there questions of the sponsor? Members, this is House Bill 1475, sex specific student athlete, athletic sponsor. teams or sports by Representative Tuck. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Speaker. Uh, Representative Tuck, does the uh, Fairness in Women's Sports Act discriminate against uh, transgender student athletes? Representative Tuck, you are recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and thank you for the question, Representative Latvala. No, it does not. Um, The act specifically requires biological males and biological females to have separate teams based on Title IX's provisions, and it does not even mention the transgender language. So it's it's specifically designed to recognize the biological differences between men and women and recognize those strengths so that women can participate in sports on an even playing field. Are there questions of the sponsor? Representative Guillermo Smith, you're recognized for a question. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Thank you, Representative Tuck. Listen, we've heard a lot about this bill, and we know that in Florida specifically that transgender youth have actually already been playing in team sports since 2013 without incident. That's thanks to the FHSAA policy allowing them to do that. In fact, right now, trans kids are enrolled across the state in team sports, but line 108 of your bill states this act shall take effect July 1st, 2021, but I'm not seeing a provision grandfathering these students in who are currently playing. So my question, Rep Tuck, is what happens to these children? these transgender students who are currently playing sports, will they be allowed to compete through the season or will they be uh, thrown out and told to leave the team effective July 1st? What type of humiliation will they be subject to during the implementation of your bill? Representative Tuck, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and thank you for the question, Representative Smith. The uh, the Florida Department of Education has the ability and the obligation to structure the dispute resolution process, and I I assume they would make the rules regarding that. However, what I anticipate and what my intent is is similar to the FHSAA regulations right now, where eligibility is determined on a year-by-year basis, and I would assume that the kids who are playing now can continue to play for the rest of the school year and be subject to the eligibility requirements next year just like it is right now. Members, please make sure to keep your questions to the substance of the bill. Please make sure to keep your questions to the substance of the bill. If you're just joining us, uh, Bill Bunkley here. This is the floor of the House of Representatives. 
uh, committee sus substitute for House Bill 1475 is now up. Uh, they're going to discuss the bill for 30 minutes in five-minute increments. And then when we get into debate, 90 minutes total for the debate. So this bill is going to take about two hours, and we'll bring you portions of it while we're on the air here for the Bill Bunkley Show. Let's go back to the floor. This is the bill, by the way, very controversial. We're going to talk about this bill with uh, uh, Alliance Defending Freedom because this is the bill that if it passes, the NCAA has threatened to bully Florida and say that they will pull championships from the state if this becomes law. So let's take it back in live for the action. Their expulsion from the team might look like. Representative Tuck, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and thank you for the question again, Representative Smith. As I mentioned in my prior answer, I expect the review process to be similar to how it is with the FHSAA regulations right now. Representative Guillermo Smith, you're recognized. Thank you for that answer. Uh, currently, just to clarify, the FHSAA policies do not call for students to be expelled from their teams that are currently playing because they're transgender. But what is currently the case is FHSAA does require trans students to produce at least nine uh, different forms of documentation. They assign a, a facilitator to confirm their gender identity and go through an eligibility process. But my understanding of your bill is your bill cancels FHSAA's policy that allows trans students to compete under certain conditions. It also cancels the NCAA's policy, which also allows trans students to compete. So I'm hoping you can share with us and tell us what part of the FHSAA or NCAA's policy do you disagree with that justifies trumping those policies and replacing it with a blanket prohibition on transgender students participating in team sports? Are they too permissive? Are they letting too many trans kids in? Is that why you just want to cancel those policies? Representative Tuck, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and thank you again for the question, Representative Smith. The policy that I disagree with is allowing biological males to participate in female sports. All right, let's give a little background. The sponsor of the bill is Representative Kaylee Tuck. She's a Republican, and uh, she hails from uh, Sebring, not too far from us. In fact, some of our signals get to Sebring. She is the sponsor of the bill. She is a freshman, and so you'll hear her female voice as she is. Uh, she'll be defending the bill all throughout the next two hours. What you're hearing on the other side is Democrat Carlos Guillermo Smith, who hails from Winter Park, Florida. Uh, Mr. Smith has been a champion for LGBTQ uh, issues uh, at the legislature and uh, elsewhere. And so uh, because of the, the, the discussion in this bill about the effect on transgender athletes, uh, we'll give you some background on those who are participating in this. Also, there's probably, I didn't count them, but I think there was anywhere from 15 to 20 amendments that's been filed on this bill most of which, all of which, by the Democrats who oppose this bill. So we've got some time in here, so we'll be going in and out. But I just wanted to give you a little bit of a flavor of the two that are going back and forth uh, in the question and answer period. Let's take you back to the floor of the Florida House. What about, what about the bill makes it so important to expel trans kids 
while at the same time knowing that we could be the subject of a boycott that loses jobs and cancel 75 championships in the state of Florida, which is currently being threatened. He's referring to the NCAA. Representative Guillermo Smith, would you care to ask a question on the substance of the bill? You're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. I'll, again, still talking about the bill and the obvious implications that have been debated in the media and in the public, but I'll rephrase the question and ask, have you asked committee staff to perhaps do a new fiscal impact on your bill now that we know that we are going to lose 75 championships so that we as members can fully understand the economic consequences of your bill should it pass into law? Representative Tuck, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and thank you again for the question, Representative Smith. Number one, the economic impact of this is all speculative. Number two, I'd like to point you to the NCAA Office of Inclusion guidance where on page 10, some of the guiding principles specifically relate to the integrity of women's sports should be preserved and it should be based on sound science. The policy that NCAA put out yesterday says this is an evolving science and until that case, I think we need to be more uh, uh, concrete in our guesses. Representative Guillermo Smith, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Final question. Um, have you introduced any amendments to address the very real concerns that have been brought forward in committee about the disruptive and harmful impact this will have on vulnerable transgender youth? Representative Tuck, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and thank you for the question, Representative Smith. I'm assuming you're referring to some of the comments that were made regarding transgender teen suicide. And to be clear, my bill is not stopping anybody from playing sports. We are simply asking that you play on the team that relates to your biological gender. Representative Persons Malika, you are recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Repres Representative Tuck, when it comes to athletics, do biological males have a competitive advantage over biological females? Representative Tuck, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and thank you for the question, Representative. Uh, yes, the short answer is yes. The long answer is males have larger hearts, lar larger lung capacity per, per body mass, uh, higher hemoglobin levels, higher red blood cell counts that all give them an athletic advantage over females, talking biological male versus biological female. Representative Rayner, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. And Representative Tuck, I, I want to turn you to line 55 of your bill. You begin to identify a process dispute for disputing the sex of a student athlete, which can be resolved by requesting a student must provide a health examination. And if you uh, skip down, it says it must verify the student's biological sex. Also, in line All right, let's bring it back in. You're listening to the voice of Michelle Rayner, a Democrat from right here in our listening area, St. Petersburg, Florida. You might notice that the questionnaires, one's kind of biased for it, one is kind of biased against it. That's why the questions go back Republican, Republican, excuse me, Republican, Democrat, Democrat, Republican. Bring you more from the House floor in just a moment. Hi, 
I'm Sandra. And I'm Catherine. And we are so excited to be able to continue with our radio show, Vacation Nation Radio, on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Vacation Nation Radio is where we celebrate all the great places that await you on your next getaway. And isn't it about time for another one of those? Don't miss a moment of Vacation Nation Radio. Saturday mornings at 7 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Pre-pandemic, a group of authors and songwriters explored God's faithfulness to women. 25 women together. Now, it's the first time to be visually blessed by the experience. Compassion Live presents Faithful, a live stream event with Amy Grant, Ellie Holcomb, Christy Knuckles, and more. Come join this historic, creative event May 1st, 7 p.m. Central. For more information, click on the Faithful banner at letstalkfaith.com. The joint supplements of today are sadly incomplete because they don't start relieving joint discomfort immediately until now. Introducing the complimentary two-week sample of fast-acting Instaflex, our most powerful joint formula ever. It can start relieving joint discomfort in just a few days. Claim your sample today. 1-800-451-3542. Great for your knees, hands, even your hips. Fast-acting Instaflex is available at GNC, but you can only get your complimentary two-week sample by calling one 800 As a family member or friend, you may be the first to notice when a veteran you love has been going through changes. Things like withdrawing, drinking more, or increased anger could be a sign of a larger health concern. But help is available. Listen to hundreds of inspiring stories at maketheconnection.net and learn how you can support the veterans in your life. Treatment works. Recovery is possible. I want to get back to the Florida House of Representatives full session that we are covering live on the Bill Bunkley Show as your watchman on the wall. But I quickly want to remind you that whether it's air conditioning, heating, electrical, or windows, or maybe your doors, my friends at ACS Home Services is your go-to specialist that can handle it all. And by the way, emergency services are available 24-7 with ACS Home Services at no extra charge. Uh, they have experts, HVAC service teams, always providing red carpet service like they did for me in my home. And they always stand behind with 100% back satisfaction guarantee for all of their work. Just a reminder, with ACS Home Services, there's no overtime charges, and you'll receive upfront pricing before work begins. Go to their website, take my challenge, at acshomeservices.com. That's acshomeservices.com. Check out what they can do for you and uh, have their phone number ready to go. That phone number, by the way, is uh, 813-544-2467. Make sure you tell them Bill Bunkley recommended you to call. That's 813-544-2467, and I highly recommend my friends at ACS Home Services. They're standing by to be with you when you really need them. We're back for a few moments before we have some time to pull over and park with Alliance Defending Freedom, talking about very bill that's being debated or introduced on the floor of the House of Representatives, and we're giving you extended coverage on that bill because the NCAA says if that bill passed, they're going to pull championships from the state. Another shakedown, another bullying tactic by now the NCAA. 
Well, we're going to go back to the floor, but we'll come back with our interview bottom of the hour to talk a little bit more about these types of legislation that ADF is very much involved with across the country. Now let's go back to the floor of the House of Representatives where they are actively uh, discussing House Bill 1475, Sex-Specific Student Athletic Teams or Sports. Let's listen in. You're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. I'm going to let one of my other colleagues deal with the vagueness of the statute. Wow. Okay. But my next question, um, and it's my last question, since black women athletes such as Serena Williams have historically faced harassment and accusations of not being feminine enough or even being suspiciously masculine, are you worried about the disproportionate or discriminatory impact this bill will have on black and brown student athletes? Representative Tuck, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and thank you for the question. It's not something that's been contemplated as it's not something that is specifically mentioned in the bill. Representative Andrade, you're recognized for a question. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and I'll just note that if Representative Tuck and Representative Rayner are country lawyers, then I've created a new class of backwoods lawyers where I'm coming from in Pensacola. But um, there's been a little bit of confusion about expulsion of students not participating in sports. And I just want to clarify, um, Representative Tuck, would the Fairness in Women's Sports Act exclude a single student athlete in Florida from participating in sports if passed? Representative Tuck, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and thank you for the question, Representative Andrade. No, it would not. It simply, it simply excludes biological males from participating in female sports. But biological males can still participate in male-designated sports and co-ed sports. That question was presented by Representative Robert Alexander Andre, and, of course, he represents Pensacola. He's a Republican, and you can begin to sense the amount of preparation and homework for all of the issues of these bills uh, on the part of the representatives, both for and against this issue. Let's go back to the floor. have received scholarships to Florida University specifically. And how many complaints in Florida did you receive regarding not hypothetical cases, but actual transgender players uh, before you propose this legislation? Representative Tuck, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and thank you for the question, Representative Eskamani. We reached out to the NCAA several times and have not received information on that specific question. Representative Eskamani, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Thank you so much, Representative Tuck. So to be clear, uh, there, there are no recorded cases of transgender athletes in Florida or nationally who receive scholarships here in Florida that are athletic in nature. That's Democrat Anna, uh, Democrat Anna Escamonte, uh, Democrat from Orlando, asking this question. We are not aware of any. However, we reached out to the source to get that information, and we did not receive an answer from that source. Representative Escamonte, you're recognized. Thank you so much, Mr. Speaker. Thank you so much, Representative Tuck, for that answer. Um, do we know how many, if any, matches a team with transgender player or players has lost to teams without a transgender player? Representative Tuck, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and thank you so much for the question, Representative. We do not, we do not have an exact number. However, I've received emails from several parents, uh, volleyball players, softball players, who have had this issue. Just because there's a news article, there's not a news article about it, doesn't mean it's, it's not a problem. Representative Escamani, you're recognized. Thank you so much, Mr. Speaker. So just to be clear, we don't know how many matches a team with a transgender player has won, specifically one. 
Representative Tuck, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and thank you for the question. Again, just because there's not a news article doesn't mean it's not a problem. I can solicit every single parent of an athlete and see if there's an issue that we can, you know, quantify. But I received emails from several parents who have had this issue. Representative Escamani, you're recognized. Thanks so much, Mr. Speaker. Do you think it would be an evidence-based approach to quantify that data before you bring a bill to the House floor? Representative Escamani, would you care to rephrase your question? You're recognized. Thank you so much, Mr. Speaker. Is this an evidence-based bill? Representative Tuck, you're recognized. Thank you so much, Mr. Speaker, and thank you, Representative. This was a well-thought-out bill that was based on issues that we were seeing across the country. And just because there isn't a designated problem here doesn't mean we shouldn't be proactive in protecting women's sports. Representative Escamani, you're recognized. Thanks, Mr. Speaker. Just one more question. Thanks, Rep. Tech, as well. Uh, it was already spoken to earlier by Representative Smith around the suicide rates among our trans teens. You mentioned it in one of your answers as well. And so one out of every two transgender students attempted suicide last school year. How do you respond to the critique that this bill continues to stigmatize transgender youth in our state who are already experiencing rejection, bullying, and discrimination? Representative Tuck, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and thank you so much for the question. As I stated earlier, we are not trying to stop anybody from playing sports. We're simply asking that they play based on their biological gender so they can preserve women's sports and protect women's safety. Representative Geller, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Hello, Rep. Tuck. How are you today? Um, I didn't have a question in advance, but I... This is Representative Joseph Geller, Democrat from Dana Beach, uh, Southeast Florida. ...and a response from you, and I, I just want to clarify it. Was there a comment you made that males are advantaged in some way over females in playing sports? Did I hear that right? Representative Tuck, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. And in, in short, yes. Representative Geller, you're recognized. All right, let's bring it back in. Uh, we're going to get ready to take a break. We'll be joining our friends at Alliance Defending Freedom. Uh, Matt Sharp's going to be with us, senior counsel with ADF. Going to really look at this statement from the NCAA threatening Florida to pull championships if this very bill or a bill that comes out of this is passed. We'll talk about that next in the Bill Bunkley Show. And further, we'll go back to the floor of the Florida House. They'll be at this for quite a while and uh, have an opportunity for you to see laws being made in live, real time. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Biden was among those on hand this afternoon to pay tribute to fallen Capitol Police Officer Billy Evans. Evans passed away earlier this month when he was struck by the car of an assailant who rammed his vehicle into a barricade outside the Capitol building. The defense has begun its case now at the murder trial of former Officer Derek Chauvin after 11 days of testimony and a mountain of video depicting George Floyd's final moments. Chauvin's lawyer has argued that the now-fired white officer did what he was trained to do by the Minneapolis police force and that Floyd actually died because of his illegal drug use and an underlying heart condition, not because of Chauvin pinning him to the pavement last month. The U.S. is recommending a pause now in using the single-dose Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine to investigate reports of rare but potentially dangerous 
blood clots. On Wall Street, the Dow was down 68 points. This is SRN News. Moss Nissan is simply the best around. In 2020, we delivered over 6,000 vehicles to customers around Tampa Bay, and every vehicle featured Moss Care, exclusive to Moss Nissan, which provides added features and benefits to both enhance and protect your investment, such as lifetime oil changes, tire rotations, and so much more. Our goal this year is to be the best Nissan dealership in the nation. And with all things being equal, our goal is to never lose your business over price with our best deal guarantee. Moss Nissan, whatever it takes. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. When you call Cornerstone Pros to service your AC, plumbing, electrical, or generator, rest assured that with Cornerstone, trust is a must. You wouldn't allow just anyone in your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros employs only the best technicians. Each one has been background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify their skills before they ever step foot in your home. Learn more at cornerstonepros.com. That's cornerstonepros.com. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. If you're just tuning in, we have been taking you live to the floor of the Florida House of Representatives. 
And that's because uh, the bill that's gotten certainly a lot of attention to until yesterday and then really has gotten a whole lot more attention, and that is Bill 1475, and it deals with the equality in women's sports in high school and in colleges, uh, particularly here in the state of Florida. Now, the NCAA issued a statement, and we're going to drill down on that statement because... The interpretation of uh, what they may really be saying or in effect to their own policies may be a little bit different than many of us, including yours truly, reacted when we saw that statement, particularly uh, in light of Major League Baseball's knee-jerk reaction on the new Georgia voting law that now, uh, well, they're going to move the All-Star game out to Denver, and it looks like that Uh, Even with the new revisions to the Georgia voting law, it's uh, much more open and favorable to what would be uh, their concerns than even the Denver uh, current voting law. And by the way, uh, you know, the home state of our president, Delaware, if you look at uh, Georgia's new bill and compare it to the, the voting laws in Delaware, it would certainly be an improvement. But, you know, sometimes it doesn't matter what the facts are. But today, uh, we're going to take a little time out from Tallahassee with uh, one of our very esteemed guests. And you know that uh, not only here on the Bill Bunkley Show, but Salem Media Group in general, Salem Radio, we are very, very supportive of all the efforts of Alliance Defending Freedom. Uh, ADF is uh, very, very important, and we continue to tell you to go to ADF, uh, their website, to be able to help them financially. Joining me today to sort out what maybe was a little bit different take on what the NCAA had to say in their statement on transgender policy and championship events is uh, Matt Sharp. Uh, He serves as a senior counsel with Alliance Defending Freedom back back with us today. And uh, Matt Sharp, good to have you with us. Thanks for having me on. Hey, I want to just talk a little bit because I know not only here in Florida – with Representative Tuck and Senator Stargell, are our, our two sponsors of the bill that uh, we've been engaged with as I'm president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission uh, in our lobbying in our state capitol. But I know that ADF not only trying to give assistance here with the language that is in the Florida bills, two proposed bills, but I know you've also been active in other states been a little bit different alliterations in the same general subject area. Talk about the interest of ADF in general and the services that uh, uh, you are providing to some of the states. Yeah, so ADF, uh, for several years now, we've been representing female athletes that have been directly impacted by policies that allow men to compete on female teams. Uh, A lot of this started in Connecticut a few years ago where their policy is a man that identifies as a woman, uh, can compete on high school teams in the state. And as a result, two biological males came to dominate uh, women's track and field. And so we've got four clients that lost out on opportunities to win championships, to get a spot on the podium, even to advance to the next round of competition. Uh, in fact, there was over 80 instances where girls lost out on opportunities because of two biological males that were allowed to compete under this policy. Uh, and now we're starting to see that happen in other places across the country. And we've got another case going on in Idaho on behalf of college athletes, two female uh, college runners there that have experienced the same loss of opportunities because of policies like this. And so we're very interested in making sure that 
um, these types of policies do not spread, and instead that we get policies that preserve women's sports so that women are allowed to compete on a fair and level playing field and not forced to compete against biological men. And, again, if you'd like to have that website, I always like to give it out a couple times during the broadcast. That is adflegal.org, adflegal.org, the website for Alliance Defending Freedom. So the NCAA made an announcement, and though it talked about any states, we in Florida took it as a direct shot to us uh, in terms of, I would say, conservatives or men and women with a a biblical worldview in the area of uh, the exact same uh, uh, legal issues that you've been defending for years. So tell us a little bit about what the interpretation now that you and others are at least putting on the table of what exact, I call it a threat, I call it, you know, bullying tactics. Uh, you may not want to go that far, obviously, but but tell us in effect your interpretation of uh, what the NCAA uh, is meaning uh, behind their statement about if we were to pass this bill in Florida? Yeah. Well, so the NCAA statement, and, and I would encourage people to read it rather than listening to some of the things that are being said about it, uh, is it, pretty vague, actually. It, it talks about, you know, they want more inclusion for transgender athletes and things like that, um, which, again, with whether it's Florida bill or others, um, these bills are simply focused on ensuring that female sports are reserved for biological girls and women. Um, Any student can continue to compete on co-ed teams, uh, and any student obviously can compete on teams consistent with their biological sex. Nothing takes those opportunities away. Rather, what we're trying to do with these bills is simply preserve opportunities for women. So the NCAA statement reiterates that, and then it talks about um, where it uh, hosts locations for hosting championship games. And it says, we require our host locations to commit to providing an environment that is safe, healthy, and free of discrimination. Well, when I look at these women's sports bills, like the one currently debating in Florida, is that not exactly what it does for female athletes? It ensures their health and safety, that they're not being pitted against biological males, um, especially in in contact sports where uh, the the competition, being forced to compete against a guy, could actually result in a girl getting hurt. And you think of the goal of what these bills are doing is preserving Title IX. And Title IX was at its heart a bill to remedy discrimination against females, where they were being denied opportunities in college sports and other things like that. And so I look at what this bill is doing, and it is in furtherance of what the NCAA claims to stand for, which is safety and healthy for its athletes and, and free of discrimination. And what better way to do that than ensuring that girls don't lose out on opportunities to guys but continue to have a fair and level playing field. Now, especially in Florida and around the different states, um, when we look at the language that's in the bill um, and we look at, uh, I think the average person that's tuned in this afternoon would say, well, my understanding is what we're trying to get to is uh, biological females competing against biological females and biological males competing against biological males. Now, you would think that's kind of straightforward, and I don't want to get into weeds, but I've been working on this legislation, and I know that uh, you've been assisting with some analysis, and not maybe you personally, but ADF. Uh, but even in all these bills, then there is additional nuances that gets into science, that gets into some percentages, 
about uh, the base question, uh, are, are girls competing against girls, boys against boys? Talk a little bit because uh, though it may seem very straightforward on the face, you get down in the weeds in some of these bills, it can get rather complicated, and we always worried about unintended consequences. Talk about that. Yeah, well, I think there, there have been some, some different iterations, but if you look at the bills that have been passed and on which uh, HB 1475 is modeled, so this is legislation like Idaho has enacted in Arkansas and Mississippi and that uh, is on the governor's desk in West Virginia and about to be in Montana, they all have three basic things in common. Number one, they simply say that men should not be competing, biological men should not be competing on female teams. Um, number two, they apply to not just you know, high school girls, but college girls. Uh, as I remind people, an 18-year-old senior in high school has the same right to a fair and level playing field as an 18-year-old freshman in college. They shouldn't be excluded simply because they're now in college sports. And the final one is, is a legal remedy. Um, if you've got a school that ignores this law and says, we don't care, we're going to allow men that identify as women on female teams, we want girls to be able to get a legal remedy, to get a court order stopping the school from doing that. And I think that's ultimately what these bills boil down to. Um, I do know in, in Florida there's a couple of different bills, and one of them has some you know some levels of, of testosterone and things like that. But, uh, you know, I look at it, and I don't know that that's ultimately – consistent with what the science says because what we're seeing more and more is these studies coming out and saying no amount of testosterone suppression or the cross-sex hormones or anything takes away the advantage that male athletes have over females and the best way we can preserve a fair and level playing field is just simply female sports should be reserved for biological females Um, our sex is written into every cell of our body Um, no hormones or surgeries change that simple biological truth and so I think at the heart of all of these bills, and I know some of them, uh, 1475 has a uh, place where it, it talks about how the questions about that can be resolved. But at the end of the day, it's simply focused on making sure that biological female sports are reserved for women and girls. And if you're just joining us, uh, we are talking about, uh, well, specifically just for this moment, House Bill 1475 by Representative Turk that is actually being uh, heard on the uh, floor of the House of Representatives here in Florida. And we'll be taking you back to not only it's about a two-hour duration is scheduled for the bill, uh, but I'll also be providing commentary. So it just happens that we have a chance to uh, visit with our great friends at Alliance Defending Freedom on this very legislation that they've been involved with the protection of uh, female athletes, uh, uh, competing against female athletes uh, uh, for quite some time now, and Matt Sharp is joining us this afternoon on today's program. You know, what's interesting, got a minute or two left, that, uh, you know, uh, I guess I asked the question, uh, what would, is there anything on the books now that if there is a male that is uh, presenting um, themselves uh, as a woman, is there any statutes anywhere that would prohibit um, transgender males, uh, especially in some of these other questions that are coming along, is there anything that prohibits them from competing against other males? Uh, because it's all uh, it's almost like the other way this could go so everyone could participate, that's it, but you never hear much talk about that. Could, could you just weigh in on that for the next minute or so before you have to go? Yeah, so, so real briefly, again, biology is what matters in sports, but when we're talking about a a female that identifies as a male, under most school policies and even the NCAA policy, 
women, no matter how they identify, if they have the requisite skill level, can compete on male teams when there's not comparable female teams available. So, for example, just this past fall, we had uh, at Vanderbilt, uh, they had a, a female kicker make the Vanderbilt football team and, and play in an NCAA Division One game. And that just goes to show that the original goal of Title IX was really to make sure that there's equal opportunities for women. And that's why all of this legislation is simply focused on preserving female sports. Uh, but men's sports, if, if girls have the requisite skill and there's, there's not a, a female football team or whatever it is, I think they can compete and try out for the men's team. And then you always have the opportunity for co-ed teams and all of this. But at the end of the day, the unfairness comes when males, no matter how they identify, take spots on female teams. And that's what all of this legislation is laser-focused on, which is preserving female sports. All right, let me just tell you that right now you need to go to the website, adflegal.org, adflegal.org. That's the website for Alliance Defending Freedom. Why? Go and take bookmark that page, look at all of the issues, including this, they're involved with, and consider supporting that work. And I want to thank Matt Sharp, who is Senior Counsel Alliance Defending Freedom. Matt, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me. And God bless. We'll take you back to the Florida House on the Bill Bunkley Show. We'll be right back. Disturbing start for conservatives. We've seen Twitter unilaterally shut down President Trump's account. The conservative platform Parler was booted off the Apple Store by Apple, and big tech is muzzling free speech at a speed that nobody could have predicted. Nobody except biologist and evolutionary theorist Brett Weinstein, who appeared in the film No Safe Spaces, to issue this warning about political correctness running amok. YouTube and Google, Facebook and Twitter dictate whose voices can be heard. And if those entities start trying to engineer the conversation to adhere to the rules laid out with these phony Trojan horse terms, disaster will be the result. You and your family need to see No Safe Spaces now before any more of our freedoms are muzzled. Just go to SalemNow.com to get your copy of No Safe Spaces. Download your copy of No Safe Spaces today at SalemNow.com and enter promo code TAMPA. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Copper based loans over $200,000. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. What's even better than a low, low refi mortgage rate in the twos? How about a no closing cost refi in the twos? That's exactly what you could get when you call Cash Call Mortgage. For a limited time at Cash Call Mortgage, we're waiving all our fees to any borrower who locks in a rate with us. That's right, a true no closing cost mortgage loan. But you need to call now before this offer expires. If you have an interest rate above 2.25%, Cash Call Mortgage could lower your interest rate and save you a lot of cash. What are you waiting for? With super low rates and no closing costs, now's the time to refinance your mortgage. For a free quote to see if you qualify, apply online at cashcallmortgage.com or call us today at 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. And also we looked at verse 35, which talks about as long as there's a sun, moon, stars, that the nation of Israel will never cease from being a nation before God. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. There are books that I've wanted to write. Fault Lines was a book I felt like I had to write. Critical Race Theory, Social Justice, 
Intersectionality. We've all heard these terms, but most of us have no idea what they mean. The Apostle Paul says that we destroy arguments and lofty opinions raised against the knowledge of God. Fault lines is about doing just that in this current cultural moment. As Christians, we need to know what's going on around us. We have to be a part of culture. Fault lines is about not only understanding what's going on in the culture around us and how it's impacting us, but it's also about teaching us to take every thought captive so that we can be more proactive in creating culture as God would intend us to. This is Vodi Bakum, and I want to encourage you to buy my new book, Fault Lines, available everywhere books are sold, April 6th. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? Two fish and five loaves of bread in my hand is a couple of fish sandwiches. Two fish and five loaves of bread in God's hand will feed thousands. It depends whose hand it's in. AM 570 and 910. Because you're risen, I can rise. All right, let's get uh, right back to it. Uh, we're going to take you back for a few moments of the time remaining to the Florida House of Representatives where we are bringing you live coverage, probably exclusive live coverage, of House Bill 1475, which is the bill uh, that's gotten a lot of attention that would uh, require female athletes in high school and college to compete against other female uh, athletes as well. And we had an opportunity to hear from Alliance Defending Freedom. And so now there are a couple of dozen amendments that they're going through. We'll take you back there in just a moment. But, hey, I want to give you a reminder. Listen up. The Great American Cigar Tour is coming to Tampa and Sarasota on Thursday. The breaking news is Tampa is sold out. Now, Tampa was the second stop for Dennis Prager. Uh, for the Great American Cigar Tour, I can tell you right now that that event at uh, Davidoff of Tampa, it is closed. It is sold out. There will be no tickets available at the door. But let me give you an incentive. At 4 o'clock, we still have some seats left for the Great American Cigar Tour in Sarasota. And by the way, for a little extra drive, you'll also get Mike Gallagher at that event. That right, That's right. Mike Gallagher is going to be joining Dennis Prager. Now, that's going to be kicking off at 4 o'clock this Thursday at the Meadows Country Club. Now, the Meadows Country Club, you just head uh, on down I-75 uh, down towards Sarasota. If you're in the area, if you're in Fort Myers, you're going to come up I-75. But basically, the Meadows Country Club is just off the Interstate 5-8, at the most maybe 10 minutes. So you can go to the Meadows Country Club uh, starting at 4 o'clock. It'll be a two-hour event with hors d'oeuvres from 4 to 6. That's located at 3100 Longmeadow there in Sarasota. Now, that is sponsored by the Meadows Country Club uh, themselves, as well as the Sarasota Watch Company and Prosperity Group Advisors, LLC. Now, to get your tickets, there's 
just a few tickets left, and we're not going to sell them at the door, and we're going to be practicing social distancing. So, again, Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher at the Sarasota edition of the Great American Cigar Tour this Thursday, April the 15th, starting at 4. Go to our website, TheAnswerSarasota.com, TheAnswerSarasota.com to get your tickets. Now, uh, coming up uh, next, uh, you'll have an opportunity to plug in with Jay Sekulow Live on our news talk stations. I'll be bringing you more live coverage of the Florida House with this very important bill over on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910, top of the 5 o'clock hour. Let's go back for a moment or two to listen to the action on the House floor with House Bill 1475. Let's acknowledge that we are talking about children competing in team sports. We've not had any problems. Trans kids have been playing in team sports in Florida since 2013 without incident. And members have come to me and said, Carlos, can't you acknowledge that there are some biological differences between boys and girls, and therefore we need to adopt this bill? Well, I'm going to give you a very clear answer. What we have in this amendment is policies and standards to fairly allow for transgender student athletes to participate at the high school and collegiate level. Do we need to All right, we lost the feed for just a moment. And by the way, I lost the feed here as well. So we got a hiccup, so we'll just refresh. He'll let me know when we're back. You were now in the amendment phase. And over probably close to two dozen amendments have been filed by those who oppose the bill. Uh, those are the Democrats. You're listening to Democrat uh, Carlos Guillermo Smith, who hails from Winter Park. Uh, very, very supportive of the LGBTQ rights. So let's go back in and pick up the dialogue for a minute or two. We are going to codify the FHSAA policy, which, by the way, I'm not crazy about. I'm not crazy about the FHSAA's policy which is why it's a compromise that I would introduce an amendment. And by the way, this is the amendment he has offered. That's why he is able to speak at length like he is. To disclose to the FHSAA their gender identity, to submit at least nine documents talking about the different medications that they're on, including hormonal prescriptions, so that uh, a staffer from FHSAA can determine whether or not they are eligible to play, that's a concession. Adopting the NCAA standards requiring for athletes to go ahead and be on HRT hormone blockers and testosterone blockers for a year, that is a concession. We were told that, well, this is not a prohibition because transgender kids can still play on team sports. I call BS. Here's why. Transgender girls are girls. They live their lives as girls. They look like girls. They go to the girls' restroom. 
All right, going to take a pause right there. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment on AM 570 and 910. We'll continue with this live coverage of House Bill 1475. That's next to the Bill Bunkley Show. Be right back. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it'd be too difficult or take too much time? Then try Babbel. In just 15 minutes a day, Babbel teaches you conversations that you will actually use. With 14 languages and lesson topics like travel, business, relationships, and more, you'll learn what matters most to you. Babbel. Language for life. Learn a new language with ease. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. Saturday afternoons at 4, it's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Without a proper understanding of who truly owns your car, who owns your house, we're prone to mismanage that which we do have. Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs, Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. WTBN, Pinellas Park, W262CP, Bayonet Point. Brought to you by Moss Nissan, simply the best Nissan dealership around. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The White House is seeking to reassure Americans after top health agencies recommended a pause in the use of the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine. The CDC and FDA announced a temporary halt to using the J&J vaccine because of a handful of rare cases of blood clots in vaccinated people. At the White House, infectious disease expert Dr. Anthony Fauci told Americans not to panic. Don't get an anxiety reaction because, remember, it's less than one in a million. However, he encouraged people who have recently received the J&J vaccine to pay attention. Do you have symptoms? Headache? Do you have shortness of breath? Chest discomfort? Johnson & Johnson says it was aware of the reports of blood clots, but that no link to its vaccine had been established. Greg Clugston, Washington. A white Minnesota police officer who fatally shot a black man during a traffic stop in the Minneapolis suburb of Brooklyn Center and the chief's, city's chief of police have resigned. Brooklyn Center Mayor Mike Elliott says he hopes the moves will heal the community and lead to reconciliation after two nights of violent protests. The defense has begun its case in the murder trial of former officer Derek Chauvin after 11 days of testimony from prosecution witnesses. Officer Nicole McKenzie, who provides medical training to Minneapolis Police Department officers, under questioning by Prosecutor Matthew Frank, has asked about excited delirium. One of the things that they are told to do is to put the person in the side recovery position, correct? That is correct. And that's to help facilitate breathing? Yes. Because excited delirium, if it exists, uh, could compromise proper breathing? It Absolutely, yes. At Audio Courtesy Court TV, Chauvin's lawyer has argued that the now-fired white officer did what he was trained to do and that Floyd died because of his illegal drug use. This is SRN News. Maybe you've- What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. 
Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick and loans, internal data, poison fees may apply, call for cost information and conditions, equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, and consumeraccess.org, number 3030. The following is a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. It's probably been about 10 years ago. I had quite a few credit cards, and it was just getting to be too much, so I called Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5348. They met with me, and they were able to get all of my credit cards in one lower payment. Now we're doing a lot better. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5348. A Christian satellite TV service to the Middle East is now offering its programming on demand. It is happening in all three languages, Arabic, Farsi, and Turkish. Uh, It does give people access anytime around the clock. And actually, anywhere in the world, uh, unlike satellite, it's, this is online, so people can access it that way. Dr. Rex Rogers is president of Sat7 USA. They can go and watch a whole series. They can binge watch if they want, as some people do in the West on their favorite programs. It gives them an opportunity to find what they're looking for. He says millions of Muslims now hear the gospel through Sat7. California has lifted its limits on indoor worship services in the face of a Supreme Court ruling that struck down its coronavirus restrictions. However, the California Department of Public Health guidelines still say indoor gatherings are strongly discouraged. The Center for American Liberty, which had filed several lawsuits against Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom on behalf of churches, is applauding that move. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness you can do for others. On May 3rd, you could win $12,000 towards a new vehicle for you, plus another $12,000 for a hometown hero. See terms and conditions for complete details. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. To enter, visit letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsborough, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm your host, Bill Bunkley, on this another, on another dazzling afternoon right here in West Central Florida. Well, I'm your watchman on the wall, and uh, today 
We're keeping watch on Tallahassee. In fact, we'll be dedicating the next hour of our show. I think it will go even more than an hour. Uh, We're going to do something that I think it's pretty exclusive in nature uh, in this state. We're going to take you live to the floor of the Florida House of Representatives. The Florida House is in full session as uh, we are now approaching the final. Well, we're in the third of the final three weeks of the session, which we're wrapping up on the first Friday of May. And we're already, as you can uh, well imagine, on the 13th of April. And one of the bills that has gotten the most attention that are in the bills that we're monitoring uh, at the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission, uh, yours truly is the president, and uh, one of the bills that would be of interest to our faith-based audience as well as our conservative audience is the bill that uh, talks about sex-specific student athletic teams or sports. That is House Bill 1475. I'm going to take you to the floor. Uh, there's about two dozen uh, what I call hostile amendments that have been filed by uh, the Democrat members of the House uh, uh, against this bill. They're going through those. They are allowing about five minutes each for each potential amendment. They'll, they'll all eventually be voted down. But uh, this is the bill that would uh, point out that uh, biological women in high school and college would compete against biological women uh, for those athletic competitions. Now, as far as uh, the, I want to give you the definition that is on the, um, on the bill itself, uh, this bill provides that sex-specific student athletic teams or sports And it requires that certain athletic teams or sports sponsored by certain educational institutions be designated on the basis of students' biological sex. It prohibits athletic teams or sports designated for female students to be open to male students. It requires that students' school or institution, as applicable, resolve disputes regarding a student's sex and requires the State Board of Education to adopt certain rules, at the same time providing for civil remedies and damages. Uh, It also provides for the uh, statute of uh, of limitations. limitations. So that's the bill. Representative uh, Tuck is the sponsor of the bill. Let's go back to the Florida House of Representatives. We'll pick up one of the amendments that's now being introduced live. And we are, a lot of traffic is coming out of Tallahassee, so we've had a couple of interruptions on the feed from Tallahassee. And so just want to tell you that we may have to, it seems to be, once it's refreshed, it seems to be coming back rather quickly. So we may have a couple of interruptions. But now, uh, Guillermo Smith, a Democrat from the Orlando area, in opposition to the bill, another one of the amendments. These are hostile, so you'll probably pick up on that as we go along. If you are in support of the bill of uh, student female athletes competing against biological female athletes, and so um, all I can tell you is we're we're consistently having the same issue because, uh, of course, I am broadcasting from my home studio today. And uh, I'm having interruptions here as well, and it seemed like the feed was interrupted. So standing by to get to go ahead from um, Brian, uh, if we can bring this feed to you. We certainly hope we can. 
Let's go ahead and go to the House floor and see how long we can keep the feed in. Say no. No. And so the amendment fails. Read the next amendment. You just heard the vote. It's a voice vote. The following amendment, barcode 510917, remove lines 44 to 95 and insert an amendment. Representative Driscoll, you're recognized to explain Very quickly, you just heard the vote. It's a voice vote. Members, this amendment very simply would exempt elementary school students from the impact of the bill. And it's important that we consider the youngest among our students with respect to the impact that this bill will have. I ask you to think back, and we'll talk about this more as we get into debate, but just think back to when you were in elementary school how challenging an environment that could be for you, how challenging an environment that is for kids. Think about your first experiences with rejection or with bullying. That is what this amendment is designed to do, to try to shield the youngest and most vulnerable uh, among us from the harsh effects of this bill. That, Mr. Speaker, is the amendment. And that is someone right here in Tampa, Patrice uh, Driscoll, Democrat. She's an attorney here in Tampa, and again, she's representing uh, her district here, which is House District 63, that was uh, her uh, amendment. It will now be discussed and voted upon momentarily. Amendment and the reason that you brought you bought, brought forth this amendment, according to the best data available, can you tell us when the um, age of puberty begins? Representative Driscoll, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Uh, yes, Rep. Rayner, according to John Hopkins School of Medicine, the average age of onset for puberty, of puberty for boys is 11 years old, and for girls it's 10 years old, which corresponds to the 6th and 5th grade. Representative Rayner, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. So with that as the basis for this next question, what is the scientific basis for this amendment which carves out elementary-aged children from the bill? Representative Driscoll, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Thank you, Rep. Rayner. So the Journal of American of the American Medical Association states that testosterone concentration was not different between the sexes from the ages of six years old to 10 years old. Testosterone levels do vary wildly between individuals regardless of sex, but line 65 of the bill does specifically mention testosterone levels as relevant, so that's one of the many reasons why I filed this particular amendment to ensure that elementary school students um, who are um, prepubescent are not impacted by this overly broad bill. Are there questions of the sponsor? Are there questions of the sponsor? Representative Joseph, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. So you just said some fancy words. I'm going to do like we're in a courtroom, and, and I'm going I'm to treat you as my expert witness. You just talked about prepubescent levels of testosterone and a couple of other things. Can you break down for me, just a regular person, what that means for elementary school students and why that's important to the bill based on the premise we've heard from the bill sponsor. Representative Driscoll, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Thank you, Rep. Joseph. Challenge accepted. And thank you for reminding me to speak in plain English and not just in legalese. And so effectively, what all of that, what all of that means is that our elementary school students are prepubescent. They're not going to hit people. All right, let me, we're going to take it back. I'm going to get an uh, opportunity for Brian to get the feed because mine is interrupting too. Let me talk a little bit about what happens in this process. There are rules. There are rules that certain things can be discussed or asked at certain times, and so you've got to play within the rules of a bill going through this process on the House floor. 
Now, something that we call that that is utilized by both Democrats and Republicans, it's what I call pitch and catch. Now, at this point, you have questions. This is a question and answer period. You can't debate the bill. You can't talk about something else that's not part of the bill. You can't be uh, injecting your own opinions at this point. That comes much later when you debate the full bill after you've gone through the amendatory process. And right now we're on really what we call second reading. Now, we call it special order calendar. It's sort of a sub-calendar. Now, a bill has to be reviewed and read three times. When it finishes its last committee reference, it is then referenced to the calendar of the full House or the full Senate. Once it hits that calendar, by rules, the way the reading of the bill is waived, and just the fact that it gets on the calendar, that counts as reading number one. Then it sits on the second order calendar, but that doesn't tell you anything because in Florida, both the House and the Senate utilize what's called the special order calendar. Let's just say that it is the second uh, reading calendar of bills that have now been selected by leadership to be heard on the Senate floor. We are on the second, uh, uh, we're on a special order calendar, which means the bills that now are introduced, they're discussed. Uh, There's an initial Q&A session during second reading, uh, special order. And then the amendments are presented. Doesn't mean you cannot present amendments when it's on third reading, which is the next step, uh, which would lead to either final passage or the bill being voted down, or it could be what we call TP, which is temporarily postponed. So keep in mind that pitching catches this. This is highly scripted, just like a, 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 a movie, a novel, a play on the stage. Uh, each team especially in Q&A, they will ask friendly questions from, say, Republican to Republican, Republican to Republican sponsor, so that certain things can be brought out and put on the record. Same thing as you're hearing right now on the Democrat side, you're seeing a coordinated effort, a pitch and catch, and these questions are all scripted out to be able to put this uh, interchange on the record It's something that is a tactic that is uh, employed by both Republicans and Democrats as part of the process. So we have the feedback. Let's take you back. Guillermo Smith is back uh, speaking against the bill on his uh, amendment. In team sports, if you don't think the state of Florida should pass a law and waste our time during a pandemic telling ages kindergarten through fifth grade transgender students that they should not be participating in team sports if you think that that's a bad use of our time then please vote yes for representative driscoll's amendment because these are babies they are babies they haven't done anything to you or us or any other children let the kids play vote yes here's the vote on that amendment is there a debate is there a debate or maybe more debate i don't think representative joseph you recognize in debate on the amendment thank you mr speaker you know i don't know if you guys remember when you were in elementary school or middle school i was actually considered a tomboy right um and i was the neighborhood quarterback i had a lot of fun um, and I would kick butt of All most right, got to take a break in a minute. Let's bring it back on in. Um, 
Now, keep in mind that there, uh, by the rules, that each one of these amendments has X amount of time, and uh, they're asking, they're now covering other members who want to speak in favor or against. When that gets done, they will call a question on this particular amendment, and all of them are barcoded. And what will happen is the Republicans are in firm control. They'll be voting down all of the Democrat amendments on this uh, uh, women's uh, bill, women athletes uh, competing against women athletes uh, on a biological basis. Uh, So that's what we're hearing now. We'll take you back to the Florida House floor next to the Bill Bunkley Show as we're giving you live coverage of one of the important bills that's being heard this year. Meet Skip. Senior pastor at Sand Hills Neighborhood Church. I told you if we broke attendance records, I'd get the church logo tattooed on my arm. And meet Guy, the youth pastor trying to break through the noise. I just want the church to get back to the gospel. Problem is, you're trying to get your message across. Uh, the gospel. Right, right, right. And ain't nobody listening to that. But this mega church. A good Friday and Easter. I need something big. Has one mega problem. Bigger than the resurrection. Bigger than anything we've ever done. National headlines. Preach on the death and resurrection of Jesus. Plan an actual crucifixion. This Easter, ask yourself, is the gospel enough with this hilarious new comedy? Operation Stop, Skip as a go. That's awesome. Church People, starring Thor Ramsey and Stephen Baldwin. Amen. Stream it on your TV, tablet, or phone. Go to SalemNow.com for details. SalemNow.com. Use promo code TAMPA for additional savings. I'm Professor Burke from the University of Farmers, where we whittle agents' intellects into pointy, sharp utensils. And this is a pop quiz. What is the best way to save on insurance if you own a car and a house? Should you A, sit down with a farmer's agent to combine your policies into a delightful savings sandwich, or B, keep separate policies? The answer? A, talk to us and pass the mail. We are insurance. We are farmers. Call a farmer's agent to see how you can save on auto and home insurance. Find your local agent at farmers.com. Every two minutes, a child becomes a victim of sex trafficking in the U.S. And you know what our greatest weapon against child trafficking is? It's our children. It's time to act with PACT. PACT works to teach students to identify the warning signs of child trafficking so they can help other vulnerable kids around them. Students can sign up for PACT's online training program to stop child trafficking. Go to PACT.city to sign up for the one-hour course today. We declare not one more victim. We're back, Bill Bunkley here. Just a little moment of praise and worship on uh, today's edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. Hey, before we take you back to the Florida House of Representatives, I want to remind you that your air conditioner, I don't know about you, 
And even right now, my car, the home, it just seems like when something breaks down, it's kind of Murphy's Law. It always breaks at the most unfortunate times. And I know sometimes it's break down, but I also know we're in the midst of a lot of spiritual warfare. Well, let me just ask you a question. Know that your central heating and air system is the most expensive appliance in your home. And my friends at ACS Home Services came out and serviced and cleaned mine a few weeks ago. Be back out in six months. And I want to tell you, I've got peace of mind. And I also know that, like some of the other expensive appliances, including my automobiles, that when you keep them serviced on the proper service schedule and uh, you do that, you're going to get more life out of that unit. So right now, uh, I want to invite you to take advantage of this because it is the total system rejuvenation for a one-time cost of just $79. My friends at ACS Home Services are going to come to your home and do what they did at my home. They started with my thermostat for my central heat and air system. They went outside to the compressor, and they first used a, a vacuum to vacuum out the leaves and all of the dirt particles. Then they came back, and they cleaned it all out with soap and water. That's right, getting all that dirt out that can accumulate and cause problems to the operation of your unit. Then they went in and did the same thing and totally checked out the return system that's in my attic. So that was an upstairs uh, or in the attic project. And then uh, they checked the ducts to make sure there was no mold. All that for $79. And if you've got something that needs to be replaced or something, uh, well, they'll let you know what that is, and they'll give you a total um, uh, estimate of what that charge would be. And, by the way, whatever they do, they back back up their work 100% guaranteed. So take advantage of this proactive maintenance special I did. Contact my friends. Their website is acshomeservices.com, acshomeservices.com. You can call them right now at 1-813-544-2467. That's 1-813-544-2467. Make sure you tell them that Bill Bunkley told you to call. Have you ever wondered what happens in Tallahassee? Have you ever wondered what legislators do when they're there? Well, if you're tuning in, we've been doing this for years as uh, I monitor legislation and Uh, normally back and forth a lot more this year, broadcasting from Tallahassee than what we're doing here in the age of at least this year for COVID. So let's take you back to the floor of the Florida House of Representatives, 120 members. The bill uh, 1475 has made it through the committee process. It's now being introduced, and uh, amendments are being heard on the bill that, if passed, would provide for Uh, um, uh, high school and uh, college uh, female athletes uh, biologically competing with other uh, female athletes on a biological basis. And so let's go back. This is the uh, amendment process. So you're going to be hearing, uh, in this case, hostile amendments to the bill represented by Representative uh, uh, Tuck. And so we'll see what these ideas are from those Democrat Party. Let's listen in. Although this year, due to COVID-19, we are not having an official day at the Capitol for University of South Florida, uh, Representative Toledo and I wanted to acknowledge the president of University of South Florida's Tampa campuses, undergraduate undergraduate, uh, SGA, Student Government Association, sorry, mine was the undergraduate council, yours is the SGA. Uh, Ms. Claire Mitchell is here today in the East Gallery. Claire, if you would stand. 
All right, let me take it back. This is what's called a courtesy introduction. She from USF is sitting in the gallery of the House of Representatives. And uh, two things. It's a chance to recognize folks who travel to Tallahassee. I can tell you that in a very, very hot and spirited debate, and sometimes the two sides can get very ferocious uh, verbally, uh, the use of introductions is very, very good. It's like a pressure cooker. Sometimes that pressure cooker is mounting, and you know you release the pressure in the pot. Having these introductions or these interruptions that are not related to what we're talking about, they are a very useful tool to bring down the tensions in the room. So I think that introduction is completed. Got a couple more minutes for the break. Let's take you back to the House floor. You're recognized to explain your amendment. A new amendment to talk about here. Members, right now, this bill allows anyone to dispute that a girl is eligible to compete. The child then has to prove she is eligible and at her her or her parents' own cost. This could result in children who do not have the means to pay for a physical or any of these other tests being kicked off a team until such time that they could resolve the dispute. This amendment would require the person who filed the dispute to pay up front for the athlete's medical appointment and any testing required. If the girl is deemed eligible to play, she would be entitled to damages. First off, I don't think we should be subjecting children to these invasive examinations and tests to begin with, nor do I believe that the government should have access to these children's DNA as a result of these tests. But I especially don't believe that the athletes accused, accused or their families should be responsible for paying for these unnecessary exams or tests out of their pocket. Through my own research, this shows this will be a $250 minimum. A student could be targeted just because of their financial hardships, which make it impossible for them to prove their gender. This bill, as it is, gives all the power and support to the accuser. That is the amendment, Mr. Speaker. Are there questions of the sponsor? Are there questions of the sponsor? Representative C. Smith, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and thank you, Representative Arrington, for bringing. And again, this is one of these pitch and catch exchanges. Uh, Democrat asking her as a Democrat with the amendment uh, of something that she can expose upon uh, favorably about the bill, uh, the amendment. Uh, And there's a dispute. The student is going to have to submit to some sort of a testosterone or hormone test. That's in line 65 to 66 of the bill. For those who don't believe me that we're invading a student's privacy by requiring them to take this test, how hard is it for a student to get this test? Is this part of a regular physical? Is it something you can get from your family doctor? Or is a, a specialist going to need to be involved? All right, let's bring it all back here. We've got to take a break here in just a moment. Obviously, that is a question by one uh, opponent to another opponent asking the opponent what the bill provides for. In this process, you're not hearing from the most important person, and that is the bill sponsor, which is Republican um, Kaylee Tuck. And so this is where there's some sound bites that can be generated with what they say the bill says or does. Of course, there's a whole other opinion with the bill sponsor that can probably give you a whole different outlook. We're going to be coming back to the Florida House in just a moment as we listen to this important bill, 1475, Biological Women Competing Against Biological Women. That's next to the Bill Bunkley Show. We'll be right back. This report is sponsored by Moss Nissan, simply the best Nissan dealership around. 
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Health authorities are investigating highly unusual blood clots after use of two COVID-19 vaccines and a rare immune response is the main suspect. The U.S. recommended a pause Tuesday in the use of Johnson & Johnson's vaccine while they examined six reports of the clots. That's out of nearly 7 million Americans who have been given the one-dose vaccination. Last week, European authorities said similar clots were possibly linked to the AstraZeneca vaccine. Scientists there first raised the possibility that some people were having an abnormal immune response. An FDA official says that's the theory as the U.S. now investigates clots in the Johnson & Johnson recipients. On Wall Street, the down by 68 points, but the Nasdaq rose 146. More details at srnnews.com. There are books that I've wanted to write. Fault Lines was a book I felt like I had to write. Critical race theory, social justice, intersectionality. We've all heard these terms, but most of us have no idea what they mean. The Apostle Paul says that we destroy arguments and lofty opinions raised against the knowledge of God. Fault Lines is about doing just that in this current cultural moment. As Christians, we need to know what's going on around us. We have to be a part of culture. Fault Lines is about not only understanding what's going on in the culture around us and how it's impacting us, but it's also about teaching us to take every thought captive so that we can be more proactive in creating culture as God would intend us to. This is Vodi Bakum, and I want to encourage you to buy my new book, Fault Lines, available everywhere books are sold, April 6th. Each retiree's story is unique. Should you be taking risks? Will you have enough money to last through retirement? How will current events affect your portfolio? For help navigating through the uncertainty, listen to Today's Retirees with Certified Financial Planner Wayne Maslick, Saturdays at 9 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 and 910. For over 25 years, Wayne has been guiding retirees and soon-to-be retirees, helping them reach their specific goals with family-focused retirement and tax planning. Listen to Today's Retirees, Saturdays at 9 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 and 910. If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. Don't mess with the IRS. They are cracking down this year by sending out heart-stopping letters, actively garnishing paychecks, levying bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. That's all true, but it's also true there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt assistance. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. You could qualify for tax relief that saves you thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like the award-winning experts at Optima Tax Relief. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you. For more than two centuries, a promise of the Marines. Joy still comes in the morning. 
Hey, we're back, and we are praising the Lord this afternoon, giving him all the honor and the glory and and the praise. I have some breaking news here that I just got moments ago from uh, my friend Joel Rosenberg. Of course, Joel now is uh, also with All Israel News, and uh, I'm excited. Here's the breaking news. Have you thought about going to Israel? Have you thought about being a first-time pilgrim to Israel? Have you thought about returning as a returning pilgrim? We have just gotten word from Joel that the Israeli Ministry of Tourism, uh, the health ministry, have announced they have a plan to open up the country on May the 23rd to pilgrims and others who want to come to Israel. Let me repeat. Boy, just about five weeks away, Israel, if this plan stays intact, Israel will in fact be open to pilgrims traveling to the Holy Land. Now, the catch is that the groups that are coming, you have to be vaccinated. So let me repeat that. If uh, you're wanting to go to Israel, you're going to have to be vaccinated. Now, that's real good news because uh, we have a trip that's been planned for October the 27th to November the 5th. Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher are going to be hosting that trip This is our Stand with Israel tour. Uh, And by the way, if you were to sign up today, uh, you have until May the 8th to cancel. But I want to tell you, this is great news. And uh, not long after things are up and running, you'll have a chance to be one of the first people to travel to Israel. So go to our website at uh, letstalkfaith.com. Click on the banner for our trip, Standing with Israel. I am so jealous and dejected that I'm not on this trip, that I can't lead a trip right now. But I tell you what, we've got one for you, and uh, I wholeheartedly suggest for you to hop on that particular opportunity. Boy, things are opening up. Praise the Lord. Things that we took for granted, that we've been held back. Boy, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. All right, back here in Florida, all eyes are on the state of Florida because of House Bill 1475. It also got the attention of the NCAA. It is the bill that has gone through all the committee references in the Florida House, is now on second reading special order calendar uh, on the House floor as we speak. It is the bill that would provide for biological women to compete against other uh, biological women in high school, and in college athletics. Now, we are in the amendatory process. I think there was uh, almost two dozen amendments that were filed by the Democrats who are in opposition to the bill. So we're going through that process now. Each amendment has a total of five minutes. So the person offering the amended amendment will be recognized. They will recognize they'll talk about the amendment. Then they'll ask if there's any questions. Right now, normally, all the questions are, these are Democrat uh, opposing amendments. So if there's anybody asking a question of the bill sponsor, it will be probably another Democrat. Uh, It's uh, the script, what we call it, to get out the points of each uh, amendment that's hostile to the bill. And then that will play out, and then they'll call for a voice vote. It will be shouted down because of the wide majority of Republicans in in that chamber. 
uh, 120 total members, and then they'll go on to the next amendment. With that explanation in mind, let's take you back to the House floor. This is live, exclusive, I believe, anywhere in the state of Florida, House Bill 1475. Let's uh, go back and listen in. Is there any concern that without these type of protections, we might see an enormous amount of disputes be filed just because kids are trans? Members, we have less than two minutes remaining on questions on the amendment. Representative Arrington, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. And absolutely, um, children are going to be charged and they're going to be, unfortunately, parents are very, very competitive. They're worse sometimes than children. And so this would give parents the opportunity that they could dispute any child's eligibility and then it would be put on the child that they would have to prove and pay for proof. Representative Escamani, you're recognized. Thank you so much, Mr. Speaker. Wow, Rep, that's horrible. Um, do you think this could even have the impact of targeting cisgender children that are incredibly athletic? Representative Arrington, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and thank you, Representative Escamani, for that question. Absolutely. Back in my younger days, I was a competitive dancer, and it's very similar to the show Dance Moms, where parents will come out of the woodwork and try to challenge a kid's eligibility based on age or something else just to get that $10 trophy. So I'm definitely concerned when scholarships and state championships are at play that yes, anybody can be charged and anybody will be charged with this. Members, we have less than 30 seconds remaining, less than 30 seconds remaining on questions of the sponsor. Are there questions of the sponsor? Questions of the sponsor. Are there amendments to the amendment? None on the desk, Mr. Speaker. Are there substitute amendments? None on the desk, Mr. Speaker. Is there a debate on the amendment? Is there a debate on the amendment? Representative Escamani, you're recognized in debate on the amendment. Thank you so much, Mr. Speaker. Um, much like my comments to Representative Arrington's previous amendment that should have passed but did not, uh, I do think that we need to be very critical about the potential for abuse and exploitation at any, any type of reporting system where there are absolutely no restraints or checks and balances within it. And the fact that we are once again not only providing this blanket ability to, to essentially report students for being trans, um, but we're also putting the burden of responsibility on the person being accused to actually be able to defend themselves. And again, I think it's so gross that we're also putting into statute this requirement around checking someone's genitalia. That alone is something that is such an invasive, invasive procedure of someone's privacy, especially for children. And so for those reasons and more, I urge everyone to support this amendment and at least put some balance of protections into this bill. Thanks so much, Representative Arrington, for bringing this forth, and thank you, Mr. Speaker. Members, we're in debate, in debate on the amendment. Representative Thompson, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and thank you again, Representative Arrington, uh, for this uh, good amendment that includes psychological uh, damages that students uh, may face based on this piece of legislation. Uh, members, when I served in the Florida Senate, I served the community where the Pulse nightclub is located. Again, very quickly, and this is Geraldine tragedy, Thompson. She's a Democrat from Orlando. Yes, she served in the House, term limited, term limited, then went to the Senate, term limited, and now she's back in the House again. Let's listen in. And one of those vigils was at a church. And I met a young black woman 
at the event at the church, and I talked with her about her life and her experience, and she said to me that she was so uplifted just being allowed to be in a church. To be in, just to be in a church. She had been shunned from her church. She had been banned from her church. And the church is supposed to be where we recognize that we're all the creator's children. But she was banned and she was shunned because of her gender, uh, her gender identity. She was also banned. She was also shunned by her family. So the trauma, the psychological damage to people is very real. And I hope that you can feel it as I felt it when I talked to this young woman. You know, you can motivate people to do things in a lot of different ways. And one of the most powerful motivators is fear. And to make people fearful, many times we create a boogeyman. And you remember when you were children, you thought the boogeyman lived under the bed or the boogeyman lived in the closet. You never really saw the boogeyman, but you believed in the boogeyman. And today, in this process, since we convened in March, I have been so disheartened with the invention of boogeymen. We've had a boogeyman today called democratic socialism, fear. We've had a boogeyman talking about communism, victims of communism, the boogeyman. We heard earlier in the session about cancel culture, fear, a boogeyman. We heard about individual liberties to motivate people to be fearful of people that they don't know, people that they are not trying to understand. And so today we're talking about children who simply want to play, who simply want to compete in athletics. But they're now the boogeyman. They're somebody who needs to be feared and we have to come up with laws to make sure that they are banned, make sure that they are shunned, make sure that they can't even go to the playground. You know, there are people who would make you a second-class citizen for a lot of different reasons, whether it is your race, your gender, your party affiliation, whatever. Let's not make children second-class citizens with this legislation and deny them the opportunity to run, to play, to burn energy, uh, to feel that they belong. Please support this very good amendment by Representative Arrington and get rid of the boogeyman. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Members, time has expired on debate on the amendment. Representative Arrington, you're recognized to close on your amendment. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Unfortunately, this bill currently gives all the rights to the accuser. It even gives them damages should they um, win in the case. I don't think that that's fair. What happened in this country to be innocent until proven guilty? Besides the fact that these young girls will be unable to compete once they are accused, 
and they're also exposed to their peers in the entire school, we're also requiring a doctor to do invasive tests. If these children are falsely accused, they should be entitled to irreversible damages that they will suffer. These tester exams, I feel, are a violation of the Fourth Amendment's protections against invasion of privacy. And once again, I think it's horrible that we are asking children or their parents to pay for these unnecessary tests and exams. The cost of the current FHSAA hearings is to split. That is uh, Democrat uh, Kristen Aston Arrington from Kissimmee, who's offered this amendment. We'll listen in for just a couple of more seconds. Those that are accused and possibly victims of false claims. All those in favor of the adoption of the amendment say yay. Yay. All opposed say no. No. And so the amendment fails. Read the next amendment. All right. Going to take a break. We'll take you back in just a moment. You just heard the voice vote that that amendment, in fact, failed. And that will be the process over and over again as they go through what is, I think, maybe a couple dozen of these amendments, all in opposition to the bill. More of the Bill Monkley Show in a moment. Don't go away. We'll go back live to Tallahassee. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And, and we're, we're the, the owners, owners of South Coast, Coast Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm. We will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 836, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed, and one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. On the upcoming Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise with Alistair Begg, you'll be surrounded by the fellowship of like-minded travelers and worship with Grammy Award-winning Laura Story and singer-songwriter Michael O'Brien. Share how Christ is deepening your faith in this once-in-a-lifetime teaching and travel experience. Join us for this unforgettable Alaska cruise coming in the summer of 2021 by calling 855-565-5519 or log on to deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details. Coping 19, brought to you by CDC and the Ad Council. Managing today's uncertainty can be overwhelming. We crave security, and it's uncomfortable when we sense a lack of control over our lives. Develop a routine for a more balanced lifestyle with healthy habits and fun. Focus on what you can control, even if it's little things, like a before-bedtime ritual. Find more self-care and coping tips at coping-19.org. 2021 is already off to a disturbing start for conservatives. We've seen Twitter unilaterally shut down President Trump's account. The conservative platform Parler was booted off the Apple Store by Apple, and big tech is muzzling free speech at a speed that nobody could have predicted. Nobody except biologist and evolutionary theorist Brett Weinstein, who appeared in the film No Safe Spaces, to issue this warning about political correctness running amok. YouTube and Google, Facebook and Twitter dictate whose voices can be heard. And if those entities start trying to engineer the conversation to adhere to the rules laid out with these phony Trojan horse terms, disaster will be the result. 
You and your family need to see No Safe Spaces now before any more of our freedoms are muzzled. Just go to SalemNow.com to get your copy of No Safe Spaces. Download your copy of No Safe Spaces today at SalemNow.com and enter promo code TAMPA. Pre-pandemic, a group of authors and songwriters explored God's faithfulness to women. 25 women together. Now, it's the first time to be visually blessed by the experience. Compassion Live presents Faithful, a live stream event with Amy Grant, Ellie Holcomb, Christy Knuckles, and more. Come join this historic, creative event May 1st, 7 p.m. Central. For more information, click on the Faithful banner at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? His love for me was at the cross, that he died in my place, that he took away my sin, and that he was buried and rose from the dead, and he lives. AM 570 and 910. Welcome back. Just a little praise and worship here as uh, we've been continuing to cover the uh, House Bill 1475 live, one of the major bills that we are um, uh, in a position that uh, with the right wording that we are supporting with the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. I think that this bill is resolved to be passed by the Republican-controlled legislature and governor. I got a few moments remaining. This bill is going to continue on into the evening because as we're getting more toward the end of the session, when they have sessions, instead of it saying the session will run from 3 o'clock to 6 o'clock, this session says uh, it will continue into the evening until the agenda is complete. So we're going to be going off the air. This bill will continue to be heard live uh, on the floor in Tallahassee. Let's go back and listen in to some of uh, just a few more moments of uh, some of the amendments being offered by the opponents uh, to the bill. Unless Representative Rayner's amendment passes, this bill will require students whose gender identity is disputed to be subjected to invasive testosterone tests and have their genitals inspected. Members, This is a theme throughout these amendments that I'm not seeing supporters of the bill standing up and defending their position. If you support the invasion of a transgender student or otherwise's privacy, but you think that we should inspect their genitals when there's a dispute about their gender identity, stand up and tell us why. Stand up and tell us why you oppose this amendment. We're talking about 
children being required to have their genitals inspected and going through testosterone and hormone tests forced because someone accused them of having a gender identity that is not consistent with the rules allowing them to play in a team sport. Can someone explain to me why you support this? I know how you're going to vote, but tell me why we should support inspecting children's genitals. I'd like to hear it because your constituents will be asking when you hit the red button why you support this invasion of a student's privacy. Members, we are at the, at the end of the time for debate. Rep. Rayner, you are recognized to close on your amendment. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Members, I'm even troubled that I would even have to bring this amendment. I'm even troubled that we are fighting something that I think is just very common sense. And you know, I, when I'm in front of juries, I always tell them to use your common sense. God gave you common sense. Use it. That's what I tell juries. Or that's what I tell, tell people that I talk to. And so I just want to walk you down the path. And I want you to understand, and I know some people may get upset with me, and that's fine. But there are children's lives that are on the line. And we're talking about their mental health and their psychological health. When you force a child to have a genital inspection because someone is questioning their gender identity, that is akin to sexual assault. A child that is forced, coerced by an authority figure to have a physical examination of their external reproductive anatomy. If that isn't sexual assault, I don't know what is. Children, too, deserve agency. There should be no circumstance where the law requires genital inspection, where the law requires an invasion of privacy, where the law requires a student's genetic makeup to be provided, or their testosterone's levels tested and that information is disseminated. That is an invasion of privacy. If that were to happen to any one of you in this room, y'all would be up in arms. Y'all would be up in arms, hollering and yelling, stomping your feet. But yet y'all going to do this to babies. Not only is it dehumanizing to adults, but it creates an immeasurable impact on a child's psyche. But I guess it doesn't matter because they're trans children, right? This is an invasion of privacy that will only inflict more undue trauma. And ultimately, as we have discussed, there is no actual scientific evidence when it comes to the advantage of transgender children. Transgender okay, going to bring it back in this afternoon. As you can see, uh, this is not uh, an easy bill by any stretch of the imagination going through the process. And that's House Bill 1475. And uh, uh, just to give you a little idea of my normal life in Tallahassee, along with the life of your legislators, uh, there's a lot of uh, sitting in the final two or three weeks as you're listening to all the testimony. This bill is going to go on for several, a lot more time here in this evening. But it will go through the second order process. Just a reminder, tomorrow we'll have the sponsor of this bill, 1475, Kaylee Tucker, be with us 
uh, tomorrow. So tune in starting at 3. Until then, hey, thanks for being along with the ride today. Have a blessed evening. God bless and good night. Jesus, or in all of you be still.